comes from This is how the payback sounds This is why the fire goes up This is why the walls come down You ain't never been in these shoes Never know the word that I'm saying So the only thing to keep the blood flowing Is to let you know I'm not playing I'ma see your lies exposed I'ma see the justice done I'ma see the sun come back I'ma see the kingdom come Take it where it can't come back Take it where the shadows bend Take it to the breaking point Take it to the end Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the fourth anniversary of the Max Wrestling Podcast, episode 210. I am, of course, the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, along with the best heel in the business and the number one contender to the promo championship, the Butcher. Winner. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, Mike's taking the week off. Sorry, by the way, Phoenix. We're also joined by the number one switch. Blade J White fan Courtney Summers once again welcome back hi it's I thought, awesome I thought you were back. lost in Jay's abs again then <laughs> jeez out me why don't you <laughs> <laughs> and again I gotta apologise to Phoenix because Mike's not with us this week finally flying he? in is the Iron Band contract holder, the Phoenix. He's... Oh, he's with Steve, isn't he? Steve, Steve Nicks. Not the Steve Nicks. Steve Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Not the Stevie Nicks. Not the Stevie Nicks. Oh, I, I'd be impressed if he could sing like it. What, what if I wanted to cash in my Iron Band contract? It's tough luck. You left it a week too late. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's very much like that time you went to New York and he'd already moved. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit too late. And then when I got back, he was in hiding again because of the, the hurricane warning or something, wasn't it? Hey, uh, hey, yeah, you can't hey, blame let's nature. Let's not start this. Let's not turn this into Mike Larkin's running. I don't think hey, he had hey, much hey, choice hey. with a hurricane, to be honest. No. No. <laughs> No, he recorded when the hurricane was on. Did he? Yeah. Ah, see, he's a professional. Yeah, he did. Got no walls left, but I still got a microphone. (laughs) Um, Okay, so as we mentioned, the promo championship is on the lineup promo mania. Um, But you're really pushing some Moses Marquez buttons. Fuck Moses Marquez. It's the most I've seen of him since you you mentioned him. I mean, at the end of the day, right, I don't want to turn it into something that that it's not, right? But if you start talking about things that clearly you have no loyalty on, I mean, am I right or am I wrong? But when when we came to RWT, it was a few months um. And Moses Marquez <clears throat> fucked off with with his with his friend Brian Green, right? But even when even when we'd only come over to RWT, I never seen Moses Marquez pu- pu- pushing any content 
on RWT. The only reason that people have started to push content on RWT is because we do it. It's not me being a cunt. It's not me being horrible. It's not me trying to make a name for myself. It's fact. And I know a guy that talks facts. You know, Moses Marquez just seems a little bit buttered. You know, I don't know why. I don't know why he's taking things so personal. But he seems to be coming out with a lot of, a lot of, uh, I think he feels threatened. Mm. I think he feels threatened. I think, I think, uh, I think he needs to get with it, if I'm honest. You know, be honest to yourself, be honest with everyone else, and make a sincere apology to the illustrious leader who you keep kissing his ass. You know, because at the end of the day, you did leave Amir high and dry, because I remember the conversations I had with Amir. You know, I remember I remember Amir telling me a lot of stories regarding Mr. Green and, and yourself, Moses. So, you know, it, I'm still very, very good friends with Amir. Amir's my brother from another mother, and I love the man dearly. And I can't wait to go to California next year. And I will. But you need you need to you really need to be honest with yourself. Because, you see, I'm honest with myself every day. I look in the mirror and I go, damn, you're handsome. You know what I mean? I tell the truth, even when I lie. You know? So when I, it's just like, I, I'm, a, I'm a man, I'm a comfortable, I'm a comfortable with my sexuality. But I can't help but look at someone like Killer Cross and J, even Jay White and go, damn. Damn, I wouldn't mind being in a queue and behind you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Courtney Summers thinks exactly the same way. <laughs> Whether it's behind or in front, it makes no difference. You know, but come on, Moses. Die. Come on, Moses, man. You need, you really need to stop cutting these videos and these promos. Concentrate on plugging your second best in the world podcast on RWT. And stop talking about whether they're from Australia and America and a couple in England. Because it doesn't really make a blind bit of difference. Because at the end of the day, we got less hours than you anyway, didn't we? You know, because by the time Amir had posted it directly to us, we were sleeping. We, we, we were sleeping <laughs> and we'd lost half a day. You know, that that's the way you look at it. Uh, and like I say, we're not bitching, we're not moaning. It is what it is. You're really, it's not sour grapes, it's really not. It's, it makes no difference to us because we, we know, we know, we know the truth. You know? And we still won five. And we still won five, yeah. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for me fucking trophies. Yeah, me. where's the trophies? Where's the trophies? I've cleared the space on my shelf and everything. Cleared the space on the shelf and everything. I actually used a duster. 
Duster. I don't know what they are. Oh, you did. did a good job. I've got a clue what the duster is. Mm. All those yellow microfiber things. Yeah. I used it for my head. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, where's the trophies? You can't, you can't, without, without trophies, it's not a legit competition. So if it's not a legit competition, Moses Marquez, your your award is, 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 is about as satisfying as our five. So I think we'll just leave it there, and I think we'll, you know, I'll let, I'll let Moses catch up because I mean he's still adamant that he's going to win that there, uh, you know what 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 is Undertaker? What 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 type of show is Jeopardy, Courtney? A trivia a trivia show. Well, why do they why do they answer a question with what is? I guess because you have the answer right in front of you and it's kind of like the inverse of a question. I don't know. I'm trying to imagine this Jeopardy tournament, right? And I hope you're going in for it. And I hope Phoenix is going in for it. I know I'm not. And I know Dazzy wouldn't because Dazzy wouldn't wouldn't enter a competition on his own show. But Moses (laughs) seems to want it really bad. So I'm trying to imagine a question. What streak was broken at WrestleMania? What is Undertaker? Why would you say what is Undertaker? <laughs> Everyone knows what Undertaker is. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, well, we need a Chris Tarrant. <coughs> what we need? I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never understood I, that either. I don't probably we haven't got a UK I reckon, version. I reckon, I reckon Phoenix should, should openly go in for it. I reckon Phoenix should win it and then take on Mike again. But Amiya thinks that's wrong at all. Do you know what I mean? It's all right for Amiya to get three shots. But then when it comes to Phoenix getting another shot, it's wrong. He, because it's always the same thing. I think he forgets, Mr. Mister Costello, just how many people have had a shot at that title. Oh. We've had, in the last 12 months, Courtney, you've been in on it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we've had Courtney... We've had Kenny twice. We've had Mr. Ramir three or four times. We've had Monty Lynn. Uh, we've had. We've even had Moses. Didn't fare well though, did you, boy? No, you, you shamed me because I put. I, I wanted you to take it from Mike. I did. My, I Mike, wanted Mike to get spanked. Mike even survived on New Japan questions. He doesn't even watch it yes. that regularly. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, come on. You, you can't say that it's always the same thing. If, if Phoenix wins a bloody tournament to, to become the number one contender, which he did, and he did fairly, you know? You can't, you can't criticise the, the man that just makes the matches. That's all he does is make the matches. He sets the card. He openly, openly invites multiple people. If you can get 20 people from RWT... To enter, then enter. It, it's the fact that RWC <laughs> members ain't got the scrotes and ain't got the knowledge which they swear to have uh, to enter. I, I asked Mike, uh, Mike Phoenix. Yeah. Do you remember who you beat for the for the contract? I did. No. It was Amir. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it 
was. So I mean, that, that's what that's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. Now I'm going to stop rambling so and I'm going to let some He's very buzzed. Do you know what I mean? He, is, 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 he did another promo the other day with him driving in his car. He did that in this country, man. You'd get fucking jailed. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's uh, apparently we're, we're it's, it's just. It's always the same thing. It's not the same thing. If you, if it's always the same thing, then 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 clearly the knowledge isn't on 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 lose the loser's side. You know, at that current time, it's about what you know. You know, which is, which is why I hope Mister I hope you, Mister Moses Marquez, kind of get the questions right. Get the questions right, because if you get the questions wrong, and you try to play it to your advantage. It may not go to your advantage, because if you go New Japan, someone like Phoenix isn't going to fare too well. Someone like Miss Summers, however, may pounce. Another little nugget of information: Phoenix hasn't actually competed for a knowledge title since August last year. There you go. See, well, the guys are not fucking. Twenty seventeen, August twenty seventeen was the last time. Be migrating. (laughs) <laughs> he migrated, didn't he? So how is it? So how is it repetitive if I haven't competed uh, for the title exactly. in like a year and a half? Phoenix, you, you, you don't you don't need to get into it, dude. We don't. I got you. I got you. I got you. Fucking hell, we were still on Swerve Talk then. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, anyway. Let, let's talk wrestling. wrestling. Let, let's get the biggest elephant in the room out of the way first, and that's Kofi Kingston, because. Oh. Oh my God, Kayfabe is alive, Jesus! I, I I've really never seen him more alive. I want yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Courtney, I want Courtney wanted to start this off. Go, go for Kofi. Who, me? Are you still looking at naked pictures? Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, I promise. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, wait. She's gone to the point now where she's actually <laughs> snapped it over on all cast to the TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, push Jesus. The so- push the sofa against the door. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Switchblade time. I, well, we want to hear your view on Kofi Kingston. <clears throat> Okay, this is my whole thing. Vince would stop doing stupid shit like this if you marks would stop jumping when he says how high. Yes. Because that's basically all of you did. Whenever you went on social media and you started crying and whining and complaining, that's what Vince wanted. Because Vince gets off on any attention that he gets, whether it be positive, negative, or indifferent. He doesn't give a shit. As long as people are talking about him, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. If you treat him to Twitter silence, no trending topics, no no engagement online, that's how you hit him where it hurts. Exactly. Because that's all that they care about right now. They care about if they're trending worldwide. That's why they have like a little pop-up box that says, this yeah. trend is trending number one worldwide on Twitter. If you yeah. don't say a word and you just show your disgust with silence, that is more powerful than all of your endless tweets, bitching, moaning, whining, and complaining. That's it. That's, so how, that's, how, they, that's, how, that's how they 
that's how they monitor, don't they? That's how they monitor just how powerful the topics are. It's just, exactly. just for your interest. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you, like, don't feed the machine. Like when the yeah. when the machine gives you a shit decision <laughs> like that and you like it, don't say anything. Don't give them what they want. It's all about using your brain and, and actually using the cerebral cortex that you have inside your skull, people. That's it. That's it. Were you, were you, were you entertained by it, though? I was, but I've got to say, it was, it, it was kind of a little bit too in your face for me because here's the thing. I understand that wrestling has to sometimes deal with some tough issues and things. And I, I'm not African American or anything like that. So I don't know, you know, like what that life is like, but at the end of the day, wrestling is supposed to be an escape from shit like that. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be an escape from, you know, world issues and politics and, and uh-huh. bullshit and drama that you have to deal with in your everyday I mean, life. It, isn't, is it? it just isn't. And and it and it's feeding into people fighting online yeah. over yeah. race, over skin, yeah, religion, yeah. Over different over different things. Yeah. yeah. And it's making and instead I feel like Kofi is actually getting lost in the shuffle of this because it's devolved in to an online debate on race, politics, how uh-huh. the WWE is racist, and everything else. And it's taken a WrestleMania season that should be pleasant. Everybody should be positive, upbeat, you know, planning maybe their trips to New York and New Jersey, maybe, you know, planning their parties and everything else. But no, we're sitting here and we're having this discussion. And I understand it's a discussion that needs to be had. I'm not saying that it doesn't. But I'm just saying that we need to kind of keep this shit out of wrestling. We need yeah. to because wrestling is meant to be a form of escapism for people who don't want to deal with shit like that, who don't want to, you know, if they wanted to watch shit like this, they would turn on CNN or Fox News and have a freaking field day with it. But yeah. they're not. They're turn- they're tuning into World Wrestling Entertainment. Just entertain us. Don't, you know, like I'm not asking for simplified, stupid storylines. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying get better at your storyline so that you don't have to depend on cheap shit like this because this is just at the end of the day this is cheap heat it's 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 not anything to really be proud of and the thing is god bless xavier woods for that video that he put out though i think it was xavier or was it yeah they biggie. Both, um, biggie, it biggie. biggie yeah yeah they both that video that he put out was amazing and yeah. i commend him on that he he deserves a standing fucking o for that because I mean, that he knows. Is, he knows. If if that wasn't if that wasn't um, you know, kayfabe as such, or or actually, you know what I mean? He was given the go ahead to do that. He knows he's in hot water. Yeah, and, you know? and the thing is, it's like, is is it's just a thing of why do we even have to do this? Like, why do we even have to make this this? You know, like you've taken the new day, which used to be, you know. And I get that we want to take Kofi away from the comedy element because if he's he's supposed to be this serious number one contender, then yeah, he does have to be a little bit more serious and a little bit more, you know, not as in your face. But they've taken this kid-friendly act that made them, I don't know how much money in merch, and Uh they've turned it to this, 
you know, like it, it doesn't feel as good and it just doesn't, it, it it's like, it's, like, it's almost it's like, like it's almost like they're taking the new day and they're making them adult orientated, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Vince has injected a lethal dose of poison into the new day. Almost with oh, the story. Fuck it, now. <laughs> it, 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 no, no, right, because what we're gonna get now is we're gonna get blue and pink t shirts and it's gonna they're, they're gonna be the new NWO. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, 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 hundred percent agree with everything you said. Then, hundred percent. Um, I, however, found the match very boring. I, I really did, because what I was basing that match on was Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Seth Rollins' gauntlet uh, last year, and I thought I, I found the match. There was too many roll-ups. I thought Kofi's Kofi's better than what they. They, they they did it. They did it. Remember how Daniel Bryan, before he won the world title, had to scrape and claw and... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They they did it a lot like that. Um, I, however, I fucking loved it when Vince came out and said, you've got one more match. And I loved the fact that it was Daniel Bryan. Right? Because... I remember when Daniel Bryan was wandering around going, yes, 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 yes. And how all the fans, the sheep, pondered, you know, pondered around him and followed him. And even when he retired, they still did yes, yes, yes. And now Daniel Bryan's like the Antichrist. He's just, you know, well, I'm not going to call him Antichrist. Um, he's like the recycling guru. Recycle with Daniel. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Recycle with Daniel. He's, um, he's basically turned to the militant vegan who who will post like all the videos of animal cruelty online yeah. in your yeah. face and ruin your day. That's basically what well, they've turned Daniel Bryan to. And it's wild because just yesterday was a year since he got cleared. And he has gone from in a year, you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting all of us to want to go to WrestleMania just because he's going to be there in a match. Yeah. To yeah. now we're all like, just go away. It's weird to think <laughs> that, isn't it? A year, a year. It's been a year. That is, that is just that's wow. And I mean, it's funny because I mean, you couldn't even imagine Eric Rowan putting that sheet mask on. Now, can you imagine Daniel Bryan's face? You know, um, I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't. I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it. I, I, you say it's. I was more, I was more interested in the blow up after it. Yeah, I think they made the mistake of trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice with the Seth Rollins Iron Man performance. Yeah, I think that was the mistake. And it's happened so recently, and it's so fresh in people's minds, you know? But the thing is, Kofi's more than capable. Kofi's more than capable of doing a Seth Rollins. My thing was, they had the, the, the people that he was in the ring with were not the right people. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't, they weren't no. the right people. They were just the Randy Orton the isn't guy. the same. Randy Orton isn't the same guy he was in 2008, 2009. Um, 
was the competitors. The bar, the bar that was just absolutely fucking shameful. If you've got two guys like that that they almost dominated last year's tag team division, along with the Usos and the New Day, if that if that's if that's what you're using them for now, shame on you. You've got a guy sat on the bench in Bray Wyatt doing fuck all. Doing fuck all. You could have had him go against Mustafa Ali. You know? Uh, but Samoa Joe is another one. Exactly. Samoa Joe I would I would I would be I'm I'm fine with because Samoa Joe's dom- dominated the early two thousands in that sort of in that sort of um match fast paced, you know what I mean? Um, groundwork, high flying, Samoa Joe not an issue. It was the rest of them. It was pointless. And then Daniel Bryan came in at the end and just picked up the pieces. You know, I just <sighs> Eric Rowan yeah, wasn't what... meant to fucking lose. He was just by by pinfall. He was just meant to soften him up a bit more. Mm. <clears throat> it's just <sighs> lackluster, lackluster booking. And, lackluster and the, the roll up on Randy was a bit of an anticlimax as well. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know. I, I what I what I don't get is this this kind of still SmackDown and Raw, right? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't get how the likes of Alistair Black and Ricochet can kind of swap, you know, and, and go 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 wherever they fucking want. Are we getting uh, a shake up in April again? Uh, well, what's the point of having a shake up if we we've got women's tag team belts? That can be defended anywhere. And we've got. Why not just drop? We've got six guys from NXT from January that we're still not doing fuck all with. Why can't we just drop the, every, every title, get one of each, and, and and just get rid of the waste that's in the WWE at the minute? No. Not asked if they go to AEW. Well, I think the problem with that is with with whittling it down to one title each. You know, like like a woman's title, a men's title, a mid card title, and singular tag titles, is that with the whole thing with them moving to Fox, and then them being on USA, I think yeah. they kind of can't do that because that's going to cause network conflict of interest. And I understand why they're not doing that, and understand why they're having the women's tag titles be free floating amongst all three brands. I kind of understand that. But my whole thing with these NXT call-ups is if you had no fucking clue what you were going to do with Aleister Black and Ricochet, then why the fuck do you even call them up to begin with? If you don't know what you're going to do with them, you know, what the hell are you thinking? We're still waiting for last year's call-ups to do do something. Sanity. I mean, like uh, sanity. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, where the? F- I, I'm, you know what I mean. Look, I've seen look him how once long in a year. To do something with all this pain, and now, now go, you know, fucking you, you poor fucker. Fuck it, I think is it. Um, it's not Razor. It's the other one, isn't it? Um, Aikam's injured. Yeah, he's he's injured. He's done his. I don't know what if his back or leg or something like that. I've read, but uh, you know what I mean. I I don't understand the thought processing. One guy gets injured, so we can't use the other guy. I don't get that. Because Razor is an ex-MMA fighter. He's more than capable of shoot fighting. You know, very much um, Kozlov territory. 
So why not use him? Or 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 are you, are you kind of are you, are you lost in that kind of thought? Are they just tag team competitors? Well, even, I, if they're, I even if they're tag team competitors, I've had this idea for for Razor while um, while Acom is on the shelf. Move him over to SmackDown Live with Samoa yeah. Joe. Oh. Put him and Samoa Joe together in a tag team. Make Razor kind of Joe's big bodyguard dude that he uses for muscle to help win, win all the matches. You know, do something like that. You know, get freaking creative, WWE. Like, it, it's not that hard. Who's that um, New Zealander that's just signed for WWE NXT? That absolutely is uh, a fucking machine. Jo- Joshua. I'm not him. sure. He looks, I think he's Samoan. Um, he's either Samoan or. Samoan or Tongan or something. Yeah, some, you know which one I'm on about, don't you? He's a fucking animal. Um, and yeah. it's, it's, it's the same with him. I mean, you, you you could you could look at him and go, yeah, he's a little bit green. But I mean, the matches I've seen him in, you know, I mean, I hate people that say typical indie matches. They can get away with being dangerous because it's a holy shit moment. <laughs> but you know, and when you go to obviously mainstream TV, you can be picked at, and you can. For every wrong thing that you do, Sasha Banks, um, <laughs> you, you, you could be picked up for every wrong thing you do. I'm trying to think of his name now. He's could do me adding. Now he's signed to NXT with uh, another Aussie a couple of weeks ago. Jonah Rock, that's him. Jonah Rock and another guy oh, called yeah. Elliot Sexton. Absolute fucking machine. He's an He's an absolute beast. He reminds me he's a crossover between Dave Mastiff and uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, I can see that. Um, he's he's oh, he's a powerhouse. He, he's fucking amazing. He's he basically I think he's the new Taz. He's a machine. Um, well, it won't be long. It won't be long. He's uh, he's got Wait NXT champion written all over him. Wait a minute. Elliot Sexton signed to NXT? Yeah. And yeah. I'm just now finding this out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week. Please, mother of God. Oh, God, another one she likes. <laughs> I've just... Uh, I've he just has made, got, he has I've got just made the sign of the cross, and I'm not even religious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They, they make them good in New Zealand and Australia. I ain't even sorry. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Australia um, is taking over the world at the minute. Yeah. You know, they're taking over the world in terms of, you know, these guys are getting noticed. Um, I still think they did wrong by Emma. Yeah. They totally Um, 100% did wrong by her. They did wrong by Emma. She's she's what you need in that division, especially the way they're pushing uh, the, the revolution and you know what I mean? Women's wrestling. She you know she suits it, and she should be there. Yeah. What's funny is my husband and I met her at Ring of Honor in San Antonio when we went. Um, I think it was late January we went, and um, 
and my husband like being the casual wrestling fan and not knowing like the proper things to say. He was like, he was like, I'm so sorry, WWE messed you up so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, in here like, he just didn't. He just fucking didn't. And she's like, well, all that. And she's like, well, and she was so super positive about it. And she was like, and I kind of gave her a look like, it's a casual. Excuse him, okay. Um, and she was like, so all that matters is that I'm here now. All that matters is that I'm here now and I'm in Ring of Honor and I'm happy here and that's all that matters. So, yeah. That is all that matters. You know, I, I, yeah. just, I just can't help but look at it though and think New Japan needs a woman's division. Mm. I can't help but look at it and go, you would look awesome in Bullet Club colours. They, they won't do it because well, they've got like two all women promotions, haven't they? Well, they've got. I just think they need of... to showcase it a lot more. You know what I mean? I yeah. just think it deserves to. They deserve to be on Wrestle Kingdom. I've got mm. some intel on that. Apparently, Bushi Road, the same company that kind of owns New Japan, right. is looking to go and buy Stardom, or they're oh. in the process of buying Stardom. So there is a possibility of maybe in the future us having a couple of featured stardom matches on big new japan shows so there is that possibility but oh, nice. i i don't i don't want to see them us try to go over there and change the way that they've done things because there are some co-ed companies for sure but for the most part it's kept separate and like that's mm-hmm. their culture and that's what makes japanese wrestling so great is the fact mm-hmm. that you can just sit there and you can watch like all the women's matches you want in one show. You can yeah. watch like all the strong style guy matches you want in one show. So I don't really want to push that narrative because just as someone who's watched Japanese wrestling for so long, you know, like I would just want to respect their culture like that. But mm-hmm. if they did, you know, come to an agreement, like I said, like that's rumored to be in the works right now with Stardom and Bushi Road, that maybe, you know, like that could happen and that would be great. But, you know, I just I want the women to be able to have their own thing in Japan, like not have to depend on Bullet Club colors, not have to depend on Suzuki Goon colors, not have to depend on any of that. You know, do it on their own. Like have their own girl Bullet Club, have their own kind of Suzuki Goon type yeah, table. Well, yeah, that, that that would be cool. That would be cool. No. I just think like, you know when 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 I look at it, I just think. You know, when when you see now in WWE just how many Japanese women there are, you know, and then you think, just, and then you look at how powerful New Japan is, and you're thinking, why do they need to move from there to here? Yeah, and one thing I've, and and one thing that's crazy about you mentioning Emma and then talking about Bullet Club colors is that I've actually like had this crazy idea in my head. I'm like, Jay needs, like, his own Miho Abe. Like, Taichi cool. has his own Miho Abe. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, give him, like, a girl. And I was thinking, uh-huh. like, I was like, be freaking perfect. Like, <laughs> Emma. She, you know, like, she makes yeah. sure, like, wins. She, you know, distracts people. You know, it's like Brandy, like isn't it? Was... Brandy with Cody. You couldn't, you couldn't, I know that's his wife, but she does it so well. And I think I used to said Emma, yeah. Such a genius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like that's been a secret, like, ship thing in the Jay White community for a long time. Like, we've been like, we've been like, we either want Alexa Bliss or we want Emma. 
because we think Alexa would be perfect for him. Like, don't even say she isn't. Like, the same type of attitude and everything. Although, I don't think the world is ready for that level of savagery yet. Oh. She can't do anything. Uh, well, I mean, look, I mean, I read something the other day regarding Alexa. And I, I don't, that, I don't, yeah. I don't like, I don't like reading shit when it comes to, you know, injuries and. But people obviously put are putting her in, her injury in the same bracket as, um, Paige and Daniel Bryan. Um. I mean, she has been in, she has been physically getting in a ring and training. I mean, it's not like yeah. she can't bump, so it's not to that degree. I think what happened is, and this is where my Ronnie rant comes in. <laughs> um, Ronnie pretty much ragdolled Alexa for I don't know yeah. how many matches, fucked up her shoulder, and then the freaking concussion thing that happened. Yeah. You know, like I think like all of these compound injuries from Rhonda in particular, when it comes to Alexa Bliss, I think like she is double jointed. Like that means yeah, that like see, more, I've seen it be able to yeah manipulate her like, arm like so it looks dislocated. To, yeah, you know, like you're more likely to dislocate joints and different things like that. And I think that maybe she kind of has been dealing with that and just has not said anything because she just doesn't want to. Which you know that's her HIPAA right. Like she can say I don't want my injury disclosed and and that's perfectly fine. And maybe she's enjoying some time to just, you know, breathe again. And maybe that's part of it that we're not looking at is that these maybe people. Maybe rebuild, isn't it? It's a three hours WWE, of Seth Rollins, isn't it? Yeah, WWE just works these people to the bone and there's no off season. So maybe she's just taking this injury as her off season and just, you know, maybe she's just showing up for the moment of bliss talk show segment thing they've got going yeah. on for her. Yeah. And just enjoying just not having to take bumps for a while. You know, maybe that's what they're doing with her. And well, maybe like she, I, she's slightly intelligent, isn't she, Alexa Bliss? She knows that no fucking else is going to get the limelight while Ronda Rousey's there. So I'll take the time to rest, re heal, heal the body, heal the mind, you know? And when the time's right, I'll cut on whoever needs to be cut on. Maybe yeah, they're just really exactly. impressed with her host work. I think she's fantastic. She I think is she's very fantastic. Good. Let me tell you something. Thirsty 24-7 Alexa Bliss is a move. Like, her and Finn Balor in that segment, like, <laughs> all of us on the internet, like, we're all just losing our crap. We're like, we're like, holy crap, she just didn't. And, you know, like, that is amazing. Like, I, I love that. I, I love what they're doing with that. And a lot of people don't like it. But I'm like, okay, at this point, would you rather her go out and pull a Lacey freaking Evans? Or would you rather her, you know, have something on the show that's of substance besides the perpetual Simpsons joke? See, I'd like to see her with Finn Balor. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like, I, I, think, I think Finn Balor is one move away from being fantastic in WWE. Yeah. He's fantastic regardless, in my opinion, outside of WWE and what he's done. But in, in a company that is 
PG orientated, or I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say fucking PG. I'm gonna say Universal. You know, someone like Finn Balor and his artistic qualities and the attitude which you see come from Prince Devitt and the style that come from Prince Devitt, it's not allowed in a WWE ring. But you're one move away from making someone that looks currently stupid. Stupid. They've got no respect for for the, for the guy that... The reason they signed him was because of who he was. And they've changed that much of his style and his personality and his charisma a guy that a guy that did his you know designed his own costumes a guy that his his entrances were his own his makeup was his idea and he had his own personal fucking person that fucking traveled with him to put on his makeup and shit you know what i mean that's the guy they signed if you if you sign that guy why change it why change it you know, because they like to take things of other people's ideas and make it their own. You know, I think there's no one, no one will argue with the fact that WWE I think, owns I have Finn Balor, <laughs> trademark. I, I don't I think he ever wanted back. I have a theory. Okay, so Vince, whether he wants to admit it or not, is bothered by New Japan and has been for years because he's yeah. seen it as the growing problem, the growing problem that, you know, is just just putting it in everybody's face how shit the WWE product is. And so what does he do? He's going to sign their shining star, Prince Devitt, and he's going to turn him into... What's a, what's a more appropriate term I can use besides that word? Basically, turn him into a. Mm, basically, neuter him to the point where you've got him in a freaking. You've got the real rock and roll of Prince Devitt, who started freaking Bullet Club, started all of that greatness in New Japan. You've got him in a backstage segment, and this segment still pisses me off to this day. You've got him sitting in a freaking little tyke little playhouse. Tight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. yeah. And a back yeah. rock. That is the ultimate fuck you from Vince to all of us who loved and adored him as Prince Devitt. Yeah. And nobody sees it. Nobody freaking sees that every time that they take a guy like Shinsuke, they mm-hmm. take Carl and they take Doc Gallows, or not Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, they take uh-huh. all of those guys from New Japan. And they freaking ruin him as a giant middle finger to the fans yeah. that are smart who watch New Japan. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. It, it, it happens too often for it to be a coincidence at this point. In my he's done it for anyway. years, isn't he? He's yeah. done it for years. He he's took that it, up at least three times. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> But but he does it he does it with a smile on his face. He did it with WCW. Look at all that talent that he had in his hand when they bought purchased WCW. I know the, con- the contracts that they didn't take over to WWE and they let them they let them just wind down their contracts because yeah. financially people like Goldberg, Rey Mysterio took them a year to wind down Rey's contract, didn't it? Yeah, you know. But they knew that they couldn't afford to utilise them on TV at the current time. 
But people, are, I always said, Booker T, they, they made him look stupid. Mm-hmm. They made him look stupid. And and that, that you know, Sting, fuck, it still gets to me this day. I, I can watch that Survivor Series match over and over and over again and get to that bit where, chat, you know what I mean, where fucking Ebner, no, it was that Ebner, wasn't Ebner, was it? Oh, Scott um, Armstrong. Scott Armstrong fucking runs down to the ring, gets to two, and the the fucking crow noise, and I mark out every time. And after I watch it, I realise it's going to get buried at WrestleMania. <laughs> and I just, I can't process it in my mind. I can't process it. The only guy that's ever come over from WCW and been, been given a limelight as the Fucking God was Jericho. Mm-hmm. That moment and, when he walked out on the rock. You know, and this is why, like, on a daily basis, I say to myself, I say, universe, I'm putting this out there. Please give us Shinsuke. Please give us Carl. Please give him. Please give us Doc. Please give us Prince Devitt back. Let them come back home. Please, because it's 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 just maddening. It's it's the it's maddening the fact that you have a a talent like Shinsuke freaking Nakamura, and where the fuck is he? Like I don't know where he is. I don't get his new attire. That's like uh, that's like a bloody Power Ranger lately. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's 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 they they they've had enough. He's not allowed to be Michael Jackson anymore because that's that's incorrect. You don't want to be associated with that, so we're going to dress him up as Elvis. <laughs> you know, but but, See, but they I didn't forget. Even think about that shit. You know, I didn't even I, put two and two together as I'm to why you, all of a sudden Nakamura was acting different. It's now fact. It they took the sense. jacket off him and everything. Yeah. Since that, everything they, they 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 knew that that fucking Neverland thing was on its way, because they opened they re they reopened the um. Investigations, haven't they? Hmm. They've reopened it because yeah, they found that Michael Jackson's got a shit ton of money. Still, still there. It's his money. Do you know what I mean? And now the victims, new basket case the, now. yeah, the victims <laughs> want the, mo- the money. WWE washed their hands with it. They weren't for letting him portray the character, and now he comes out dressed like Elvis. Hang on a minute, wasn't Elvis a fucking drug addict and a fucking alcoholic? And a womanizer. Yes, he was talented as fuck, and I love me some Elvis. But WWE get it all wrong at times, don't they? Do you know well, what I mean? They, they it's used, like um, old Johnny Lawler. They named a whole you after a Jerry Lee Lewis song. He married his own fucking cousin. Exactly. Who was underage, they're, by the way? The fucking they're not they're not intelligent. But like you say, that that's wrong. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was proven proven not guilty. Multiple times. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what people think. There were some rumours that like he paid people off. I don't know if that's true. It, what, whatever. OJ Simpson never did it either, did he? <laughs> you know. Point. At this point, let me ask this: Like, what does all this shit do with Michael Jackson besides stir up victim trauma? Yeah. If there, uh-huh. if there is any, it. His daughter's getting it, fucked it, up again now. But for his his poor daughter who supposedly tried to kill herself this week again after wow. all that shit came out it 
you know, it, it does no good. Like, why try to drag dead people through yeah. this shit? You know, well, at the end of the day, it's all about one thing, the mighty dollar. It is. Yeah, well, they did the same with Jimmy Savile when he died. Everybody came out then, didn't they? Not when, they not when he was alive. No, they did. No, they did. That's what they do. That's what they do. Because the 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 uh, you've got the right. I always say this: both people are victims. Both people are victims until the court decides who is in the wrong. Because the the accusation of fucking Alice must be wrestling. I'm gonna go deep as fuck here. Right, we're opening up a new can um, of worms here. Right. The accusation of um. What, whatever your, you know, it, whatever your accusation is, could be damaging to the alternative pie. You can do it. You can do it through malicious intent. Do you know what I mean? I always say that you can't hide. You can't hide that much cleanly. You can't. And then people read too much into it. Well, why did he have an alarm in his room? Why did he have a bell in his room? No, no, let, let's not fucking, you know what I mean? Cr- you know, fucking make things fucking difficult. You know, I've got a fucking bell in my room. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> you know what I mean? That, Dad knows I've got a bell in my room. It ain't because I hide fucking people under the bed. Well, there's a couple in the wardrobe. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it ain't out of no fucking intent. I mean, you've seen the size of Michael Jackson's house. Yeah. It's fucking massive. Well, I mean, it was like, massive. Was massive. I mean, like, if somebody were to break in, I mean, like, you would want like a tripwire or something like that. And a, what do you mean? In a the guy's mansion. got a panic room. The guy's got a panic room. But but apparently that's just for keeping the kids in. Fuck off, man. There's some sick bastards out. And like I say, this went deep as fuck. I'm a Michael Jackson fan till I die. What what does what I don't know doesn't hurt me. That's how I that's how I live by it. You know. Everyone wants to talk. At the end of the day, we'll never know the truth. But I do know one thing. Michael Jackson's parents were guilty. Oh, yeah. Everything. They were both guilty. Them, them children were done out of a childhood so their parents could benefit financially. Every one of them kids suffered abuse. Whether, whether it was, you know, fucking emo- emotion. They, they all suffered from emotional trauma. They all suffered from child neglect. They weren't allowed to be children, and they all ended up being pretty much, I would say, weird. <sighs> yeah, I'll admit to that. Yeah. They were weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, the most and and the most sane one is Janet to me, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she's she's she somehow made it out of that shit somehow with some remnants of sanity left, just, and I don't know how. Just... She disconnected herself from a lot of it, though, didn't she? She did disconnect herself apart from the only person she actually stayed close to was Michael. Was Michael. And it makes you think, doesn't it? Well, who was the oldest one? Wasn't it Jermaine? Yeah. But it makes you think, doesn't it? Why would they... And Michael was the youngest. And it makes you think. It does make you think. But that's what I mean. That's why I look at the old Shinsuke thing. And I mean... Yeah, so I you thought know, we were going to get back to wrestling. To, I don't know that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that to be true. But I mean, that would be me guessing. Yeah. But guessing in an intelligent way, not a stupid way. Mm. 
You know, yeah, as to why... like people, the WWE probably have people that monitor for shit like that, especially with somebody yeah. like a Michael Jackson who's had a past like that, and you have a character yeah. that's really inspired by that. So you probably have somebody watching that shit, and they were probably prepared for it. Well, I had I read someone's comments the other day regarding Rhea Ripley, right? And I didn't like them comments either because I thought, fuck it, them, them, are, them, are, them, are like, uh, what you call it, creative, the the way you look. Um, what's the word for basically your look? Uh, your, your aesthetic. Yes, yes, your character aesthetics. Now there was a comment, and basically, it basically singled her out to to be. Uh, she looked like a drug addict. Right, a punk, punk-esque drug addict, and I was like, that's what? fucking stereotypical. What the fuck? What the fuck and then, of, what the fuck kind of drug addict looks like fucking Rhea Ripley? Exactly <laughs> what I thought. Exactly what I thought. But he, like, within a couple like of days, like that's gonna be the healthiest right? fucking crackhead I've ever seen in my fucking life. It. I followed it, right? I followed it. Now, within three days, this comment had gone from fuck all to nearly. Um, a thousand shares, fuck. And I thought, fuck it out. That there's some power. You know, when you when you think people, whether people have shared it for the right reason, wrong reasons, that's some power behind it. But that shit can damage you. Yeah. You know. And but like I, you said, I what, mean, what, what what are you thinking? Drug addict. And I mean, you know what I mean? a normal person. I think- a this person that comes I... and works in a bank could be a drug addict. What's a drug yeah. addict supposed to look like? Yeah, and like the thing is, is, is this is what I always did on Twitter before I got banned for stupid shit. For <laughs> that I didn't feel like what's going on with that shit. Um, that I always used to say when shit like that comes up, and when people say something so blatantly, unequivocally, just full of thinks to high heaven bullshit don't even engage it don't even give it the engagement numbers because the more engagement numbers you give it the more you interact with it mm-hmm. the more you feed it and the more you feed that type of mentality online if you just let them just say something stupid like that and just let it sit in the vacuum and and it does nothing and it and it maybe gets like two likes it, it, there's no payoff that person yeah. has now had a payoff because that got shared thousands of times or whatever, and now it's probably made it to Rhea. So now they've gotten off on that shit. Oh, I've, oh, I told a wrestler off. I told a wrestler that they look like shit or whatever. You know, like now they've gotten off on it. So yeah. the secret to that is, is block them and ignore it. Rhea like don't feed that bullshit because I the more that bullshit. You know, I adore Rhea. I adore her for, to me, female Pete Dunne. If Pete Dunne had a fraternal twin sister, <laughs> she would be, she she would be, Rhea Ripley. Like her attitude, the way she was like kicking her feet up on that desk with on NXT UK. Yeah. You know, the whole the whole vibe. I love it, and I love her rocker vibe yeah, too. I, I do. I do. You, yeah, Love but I look at it. I look at it, and I go, "There is a woman that she wants to be her own person." But I reckon that's a woman that was inspired by China. Because I look at it, 
the way she walks, the way she handles herself. Her style is is is, is current. It's current. The girl can fucking go. I think most women yeah. in wrestling these days were inspired she by China go. in one way or another. I, I reckon. I reckon if she was dancing on the dance floor with her friends, you would be a stupid motherfucker if you tried to dance with her. <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, she's she's yeah. she's a specimen. She's un- unbelievable. Um, and one thing that I have a complaint about: Why in the flying fuck have we not put Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler in the ring together for the main NXT title? NXT yeah, Women's title. Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking that the other day because me personally, I'd have had, I'd have had, uh, I'd have had, uh, what am I trying to fucking say here? Um, I'd have had Sasha and Bailey versus Kyrie Sane and Io. Yeah. At WrestleMania. And I would have had um, Baszler versus um, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, like I just sit there and I say, I'm like, she's bigger than Shayna. She's stronger than Shayna. She's a credible threat. You keep putting in these other women that are the same from the same talent pool. Why not pull somebody from NXT UK? I love her music. You know, I, that- I love her entrance. I think it's fucking fantastic. Me too. That's actually Ash, Ash Costello. She's the lead singer of a band called New Year's Day. That's one of my oh, yeah. favorite metal bands. And it. so when I heard that Ash Costello was doing Rhea Ripley's theme music, I was like, fuck, yes. Devil horns up, everybody. I actually, do you know what? I was watching the other day and I was like, why did Corbin have to lose his hair? Why did Corbin have to have a, the worst receding line in wrestling? Because <laughs> them two would have looked amazing. Yeah, you know, but uh, just I don't I don't know that I would have wanted to put her with Baron Corbin though because that's a downgrade for her. Yeah, Baron Corbin's poison at the moment. Yeah, well, uh, Mister Amir Costello even <laughs> tried using him against me. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. I maintain it's a, a swerve. Because why else would Michael Cole mention the negative reactions straight away live on air? Well, what what do you what do you think's gonna come off from it though? Where would it be a swerve? What do you think? I think he'll end up facing someone else. Whether Baron Corbin goes to face him at Mania and then somebody else walks out, or they change it right before we get there. I don't know, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think his last opponent in WWE is gonna be Baron Corbin. Here's my thing. I, I've got I've got this fantasy booking scenario in my head where it's John Cena, the guy that, you know, kind of took Kurt to the limit in the very beginning. Ruthless aggression, all of that other good shit. Okay? So, for weeks, we have the fans, and they're just, like, for the next few weeks, the fans are just in an uproar about this. They're so pissed off, and we still see Cena, you know, poking the bear, poking poking the bear known as Baron Corbin online with these Instagram posts and stuff. Then all of a sudden, we hear, who do you think you are? And nothing. And we cut to Gorilla. And there John Cena is, acting all Mr. Ruthless Aggression like he was back when he first started. With a fallen Baron Corbin, you hit 
my time. I would mark out. I would mark out if John Cena walked out to his old music. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, or I'm not a John Cena fan, but John (laughs) Cena is is as has done his career as far as I'm concerned. His his career, his, his legacy is almost done. He's one move away and one title away from completing his journey, in my opinion. He needs a heel turn, so that Hulk Hogan's heel turn is no longer the, you know what I mean, most remembered turn in professional wrestling. But I actually believe if John Cena turned heel and became a 17-time world champion, I think I'd enjoy it. I think I'd enjoy it. You remember Angry Miz Girl? Can yeah, you imagine yeah. he did oh, in the crowd in their John in their John Cena fluorescent shirt and their hero goes dark on them and you they're just sitting it, there and moment, that moment would be iconic. You know them them things that we moan about WWE marketing and they promote who's coming in X amount of weeks. Yeah. If you promoted John Cena at so-and-so, so-and-so, right, for fucking three weeks in advance, you would sell tickets because you would, it's coming to Mania. You'd be curious, wouldn't you? You'd be curious. You'd want to know. And you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and nothing from John Cena. Last bit of the, the night, and you've got whoever and whoever in the ring, and then the lights just go black. And in the ring, when the lights go on, is the return of the T-shirt. You know, like the fucking, the, the, the original Doctor of Thugonomics, and he's got a chain in his hand. I'm telling you. And then you don't hear, you hear the original. So you know what I mean. You think you're untouchable? Fucking amazing. Be, I, I would mark uh, out. To go basic or maybe you could use uh, what was it? Bad bad man or something? Oh no, not, not the eighteen. No, I like economics. Like <laughs> but I mean, I would mark out for that. I would mark out for that. That that is, I go to say this every year, and and for me, there's been a couple of times over the last few years where WWE have had the chance to pull the plug. You know the. Uh, WrestleMania with The Rock when John Cena was there against yeah. Bray Wyatt, that could have been a fucking a fantastic moment, um, to do it. I I just I just want to see it. I want to see it before he wanders off into the sunset. Fuck fuck Vince McMahon now. <laughs> you don't owe Vince McMahon a fucking thing, you know. It, you, you no one buys your merch anymore, but. Give people a reason. The people that sit in that audience and go, John Cena sucks. Cena sucks. Cena, that I would be willing to bet my mortgage that the people that shout, and there's a lot more people shouting you suck than the people that don't. I would be willing to say that your T-shirt goes back to number one. I'm telling you, whether whether it's for five minutes of fame, the people, I'm t- I'd buy it. If he re-released one of his uh, old T-shirts, I, I've, I've still got it, you know, is uh, the one with the cage. Hustle, the hustle loyalty, respect. Oh, with a big on dog the on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking amazing T-shirt. Amazing T-shirt. It's when he returned at the Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, I just, I just think it's all about shocking the system. You know, no pun intended or anything like that. But to watch, to watch the interview with um, Adam Cole and the reasoning behind, obviously, you know what I mean. I remember when when they came on, and people were like, "Name's a bit shitty." I was one of them, but when you listen to it. Who'd have thought, fucking a few years ago, that you'd have Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, you know, and um, fucking Roderick Strong, you know, in a WWE ring, being and the, they are the man, you know, the men. You know, you wouldn't have thought it. You, you'd have it fucking thought it's fucking stupid. But that's the reason, you know, they shock the system. You know, and he's gonna be, and he's gonna be the next NXT World Champion. I, oh, I can't I, wait. I can't wait for that match. I just, for me, there was there was no wrong winner for that match, though. It was fucking fantastic. The fatal five way. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I, I did want Riddle. I did want Riddle. Yeah, I'd have been. But you know what I mean. Anyone winning it. When I also looked at it, right? I also looked at it, and I don't know if you lot agree with this. I also looked at it in a, in a, in a different way. Did Alistair Black and did, you know, Homicide, uh, not fucking Homicide, what the <laughs> Ricochet, did, did, did they need to be there? My answer to that is no. So you could you could have been looking at someone like Keith Lee. Why wasn't Keith Lee in it? You know, I personally think they fucked Keith Lee up already. Oh, yeah, massively. They, they've had him drop too, 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 too much. And I mean, all right, he's going to be in a, he's going to be in a rivalry against um, Donovan Dijakovic, who is absolute god. Um, you know, it's just I don't know, I don't know. It's just for me, you kind of did. You, did you need that that fatal five? I hate the term fatal five way. Full stop. I know it's 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 odd, and it needs to be even. It only you only need four people. You don't need five. Velveteen didn't need to be there. But I think the rumor that I've heard is going it's gonna be Velveteen versus uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Well that's what they're um, planning bucking towards. Yeah, Velveteen Matt Riddle. Um and then you're gonna have Dijakovic and Keith Lee. Apparently that's also being rumoured for takeover. Yeah, and um, four way we've got for the women's title. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Again, it's gonna. It's, again, it's gonna steal WrestleMania weekend. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, and my, my only thing with that women's matches is, is like, why do we have so many people thrown in there? Like, I get yeah. it that you want from a storyline perspective yeah. for, you know, Shayna to be the underdog here, but why are we just throwing? It's like it's like you just yeah. threw the kitchen. Well, they're not just doing that with NXT, are they? They're doing it with every fucking every oh, yeah. every freaking platform. Triple threat, man. They're, yeah. they're, they're thoroughly admitting that they've got too many people on the rosters, too many, far too many. But they're all they, they don't want to lose talent to a. Listen, I'm of the opinion you don't need to worry about AEW. You don't really don't need to worry about AEW. You still need to worry about New Japan. Because New, New Japan... AEW are, will are, build, and it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. You know? Because it, as much as I want to, you know, put the bucks and Cody over to the moon, 
We mm-hmm. have to be re- realistic about this. At this point, they've only really sold out one show in Vegas. There are plans for other shows, but you know, tickets haven't even gone on sale. There's no weekly television yet. And the the threat that's more imminent to WWE is New Japan because yeah, they Japan. have the numbers. Their their exactly. New Japan World numbers are steady. Um and a lot of people wanted to say that Jay caused a drop off. No, that that happens around every Wrestle Kingdom. We have yeah, like does. the New Japan Casuals come in and they'll bump up the the sub numbers about like five or six k. Come and then come, they, and then they, come the end of April, May, they shoot straight back up. Yeah, exactly, because that's around the time for Dominion build and everything yeah. else. It yeah. kind of like that's how New Japan goes. The You're New going Japan back numbers into go the like, chase, aren't you? You're going back into the chase. You know, yeah, it's exactly. That, Start eating up again. It's nothing to worry about, in my opinion. I mean, I think I think AEW's nice. I think it looks nice. It's being it's being it's being marketed correctly. It's being pushed correctly. But it's it's a good two or three years from being anywhere. And I mean, in my opinion, if if someone like Shinsuke Nakamura is going to leave WWE, he might go to AEW for on a short term deal before he returns to New Japan. But he's going back to New Japan to be, to reclaim to reclaim. He's not going to stay in the United States. He's not interested. And I and I and I'd say the same thing for Bala, Debit. Hello, RWT Group. My name is Mike Larkin, and I am the Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion. Promo Mania is just a couple short weeks away. We got The Butcher versus Amir Black Bane Costello. Promo Championship on the line. Where does the power lie? Will it be with RWT? Will it be with Max Wrestling? RWT versus Max Wrestling. I love it. A lot of creative minds. A lot of my peeps in Max Wrestling and RWT respectively. I love what is going on. A lot more to talk about and I'll get to that in this vid here. I just got to address because... There's another championship on the line at Promo Mania. We got myself defending the Knowledge Championship. And what is sort of a brotherly battle. He's a good friend of mine. Former captain on Max Wrestling. The man who won the Iron Bank contract last year. I'm talking about the Phoenix. Now see, folks, here's a little history lesson for you with Max Wrestling. Around May, June, the middle of 2016, we're coming upon the third year anniversary. Three. Three year anniversary of the Max Wrestling Dallas Championship, the anniversary of it. Phoenix was in the running for the first ever Max Wrestling Dallas Championship at the time at Trivia Takeover, which was won by a mentor and a very good friend of myself, Daz Butcher. He's like a mentor to us, a friend to us, none other than the host of the Sunday Segway podcast, Mr. Kenny Keller. Now, Kenny Keller and I have had battle after battle, a draw. He's beaten me. Yes, somebody has beaten me. For the Knowledge Championship, I beat him for the Knowledge Championship. We've had our battles. But another man that you guys probably don't know has beat me is the Phoenix. Now, when we used to do trivia on Max Wrestling prior to going into these set events, these set specials, Phoenix got a good one on me for about three weeks in a row. But that's what I'd like to call a non-title win. So Phoenix would do that. He'd talk himself up. Oh, he's ready. He's going. He's scratching. He's clawing. He's going to get that championship. What happens? He talks himself up. The lights are on bright. And then he fails. 
For instance, I mentioned Kenny Killer there. Going into podcast promo rumble, Kenny lost the belt, came down to me in Phoenix, who won? That'd be me. And I held that knowledge championship all the way to last year's podcast promo rumble, and then Kenny beat me. Then I beat Kenny back a promo mania, and I've been sitting purdy with that championship for months upon months upon months upon months. I even defended it against Moses Marquez, who I will get to in a second. So we go through all these championships, folks. I've beaten, you know, a guy who used to wear a blue blazer mask. He used to be in this group. I beat the Phoenix, who I'm going to be facing at Promo Mania. I've beaten Kenny Kella. I've beaten anybody that stepped upon me. Even the ladies, Roxy Toxic. I've beaten Courtney Summers. I've beaten the lovely Miss Moni Lynn. I've beaten anybody there is to beat. And now the Phoenix... This cash in, he says, you're going to hold on to that boy. You better think about that boy. Well, let me tell you something, boy. You're going to just fly in, Phoenix. You're going to talk yourself up. I beat you at Promo Mania before, Phoenix. And you said you're going to come back. You're going to get that championship. But you never do. Which is the story of this two-year rivalry slash competition, isn't it, Phoenix? You fly in, but I cut your fucking wings off. That's exactly what's going to happen at Promo Mania. You're going to cash in. You're banking on cashing in. Well, you're going to become bankrupt. And once again, Phoenix, I'm going to cut your fucking wings off. So that is the Max Wrestling Knowledge Championship out between myself and Phoenix. We also got an Iron Bank contract coming. So far, the man that has been announced is none other than the smart mark himself, Moses Marquez. He's putting his head right into the ballot. He's putting his hand in there. He's in. Yay! All I got to say about Moses Marquez coming in, we've done this dance before. If you want to do it again, if you win, great, man. I'm right here. So I guess if I could just put one word to it, what are my thoughts on Moses Marquez entering into the Iron Bank contract? Cool. Very, very cool. So... That's what we got. We got Max Wrestling. We got RWT. We got an Iron Bank contract. We got a promo championship. We got a knowledge championship. Folks, we're using a lot of this right here. This mouth, the Salenta La Boca, La Boca, right here, the mouth. Using a lot of the mind right here. Knowledge is power. Talking. The time for talk is over. Max Wrestling. We take it to the max. Uh, raw Wrestling Talk. It's going to get wrong. There's going to be a whole lot of wrestling talk in this uh this special, man. Promo Mania. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. And for those that are hesitant, I got four words for you. Wake the fuck up! Because you don't want to miss Promo Mania. I've said it. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. Where does the power lie? Will it be Max Wrestling? Will it be RWT? It's going to have to stay tuned and find out. And now that I've got your attention, I thank you for watching and I bid you adieu. I mean, I heard a rumor the other day that AJ had re-signed. Bollocks! I don't believe that's uh, fucking yeah, at he all. He tweeted it, didn't he? He has re-signed. Yeah, uh, yeah. He said something he, like they got a dog or he something. He retweeted, he retweeted it. He retweeted it when he posted something. a picture of his dog. Well, yeah. I, like... I, I, I will. I will say I'm shocked because I am shocked. But I would also say he's looking after his best interests. He's staying close to family. Um. And providing a lot of money for him. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but and he's 
How, was there any like uh, news on how long the deal is? No, he just said I've signed a new contract with WWE. It's a year's extension because I remember the last one I seen, the last thing that he basically said was when I, I, I 2020, I thought I read him say 220 will, will be the year that I retire and I've promised that to my wife. Um, I'm a bit shocked that he's re-signed with WWE because I think the last didn't give two any years... details. He just said that he's uh, signed a new contract. So that's the last two, the last two years. I mean, they fucked up his rivalry with Shinsuke, which was an absolute disgrace. Um, should have been should have been the talking point of the fucking year, and it should have probably been the talking point in WWE for the next fucking ten years. You know, didn't happen. WWE, as as WWE, right? W, this is my humble opinion. I don't, you know, what everyone else is entitled to. WWE have not had a rivalry that could have been since, like that, since I would say, uh, I'm going to say Stone Cold Taker. I'm going to say Stone Cold Taker because, um, well, we had Triple H and Michaels as well. Well, like on and off for four years. I'm looking at him from character point of view, though. Oh yeah. I think shit. You know what I mean? Character point of view. Shinsuke. Shinsuke is a bit. He's special character. Yeah. He's special character, and I mean, when Shin Shinsuke, you know what I mean? I I like to hear him talk. I like to hear him talk. Um. I'm not one of these fucking idiots that oh, fucking oh, I wish he'd shut up, he can't speak a word of English. Fuck that, man, no. Well, Shin- Shinsuke, Shinsuke should have just gone pure Japanese and just gone nuts. But that's the funny thing, he can speak English. And they fucked his, they, they fucked his fucking music up. Do not, I can't stand the new music because it's got no, he's got no balance to his, to, to the way he walks and even now enters the ring. Mm. They fucked his whole entrance up. You know, like when when you play a WWE 2K game and you count yeah. between the seconds of whether you would hit the pyro, yeah, you would yeah. pause, you would yeah. stance. Lights. Everything now of his foot is his entrance is, is it's rushed. You know mm. that that famous that famous I don't know what you'd call it, but the bit when he just kind of loses it and fucking flops back from the moment that he walked into WWE against Sami Zayn, perfection. You could he could count one two three four but three four five six but you know what I mean? Yeah, he had cues. He, exactly. Now it's fucked. It's horrible. I can't. I just don't understand how you could do someone so wrong. It's because the original music that he had, Rising Sun, was. Is it Johnson? Was literal like walkout music, like it. Like, it had, like, a tempo to it where he could hit the steps just right and everything yeah. else. And then they took it and they made it quicker. They made it a little bit more frantic, a little bit more heavy. And now I feel like the rhythm is off, like the cadence yeah. is off. Like, the, yeah. it, it's just, it's not yeah. the same. And and I, I definitely agree with you on that. They should have never changed that shit. I don't care how much you wanted him to be a freaking heel. You yeah. don't freaking do that shit. When you have something iconic as that, that if he goes back to babyface, that you know he can, that the whole crowd can be going whoa, like I mean, like yeah. that's yeah. that's priceless. That's 
know. It's the same as Sami Zayn. It's exactly the same as Sami Zayn. It's a free mania moment that you don't have yeah. to pay for. So why, if it yeah. wasn't broke to begin with, why why did you try to fix it when you really? It's like it's it? like um, it's like you look at you look at the guy in New Japan, and you go all the way back to like the first one properly I've seen. I've seen a few of them, a lot more of them now, but the first one I watched was nine. Yeah, it was my first one. The first one I watched properly was nine. And I was just fucking... I was in my element. Um, oh. You know, the, the, the guy is just a fuck. He oozes. Was it <laughs> he was against it, that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just oozes charisma. Um, they even said yeah, I, I, how much Michael Jackson influenced him. That was yeah. my first introduction to Nakamura, and I go, oh, he's heavily influenced by Michael Jackson. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the way he walks <laughs> and everything. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, um... like, and I think what a lot of people aren't thinking, too, is that Shinsuke is kind of further along in his career than a lot of people realize, because a lot of people, they just look at him from NXT on. Mm. They don't really go back and count that he was in New Japan doing shit in the early 2000s. You know, no, nine, like nine was Ibushi. Nine was Ibushi. Uh, eight was Tanahashi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's inverted. But, um, you know, but like I'm saying, you know, a lot of people don't take into account he has a family. You know, for him, I think the best thing would be, you know, if his family is already established, he has kids in school, you know, that whole thing, you know, you don't want to pull the kids out of school, move them to a whole different country, mm. you know. Like, I think the best thing for him to do would be to go to AEW because, you know, he is close with the yeah. Bucks from New Japan. So, I mean, that would be my thing for Shinsuke. And for Balor at this point, Balor is old. I'll tell you what would be nice. I got a little moment in my head and I'm just like, you know, Chris Jericho over the last couple of years has is, is, is bumped heads with a few people, and he? And it would be nice to see you know what I mean in Bumpers with Shinsuke strong you know strong style proper strong style yeah yeah like crazy you know. as fuck Jericho versus yeah yeah Gamora that would be some you shit know. you want to you want you want to market something and fucking put butts in seats there you go that's how you do it you know yeah. it's... I just I just hope at the end of the day that you know, as much as we like to bitch about their booking and everything, I just hope at the end of the day all these guys are happy because, I mean, honestly, like... EC3 is not. You know, just... You know, and EC3 is obviously not. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, how the fuck, fuck do you fuck up EC3? Like, yeah. that how is... How have they done it? How have they done it? Right, these, these dirt sheets saying he's in... He's got heat backstage. How? How? How has he had a chance to get heat? Yeah, what, what the you fuck? Can't get any more, you can't get any more heat than fucking Leo Rush. And Leo seems okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You you, you you must you must have slept with Vince's wife. His punishment was <laughs> you get a haircut. You know what Drop I mean? off well, that blonde thing. Exactly. What what do you have to do to get heat to get buried like that? Well apparently you know what I mean? Maybe Vince is jealous of his physique. He's not even getting in the onto the giant battle royal. That's fucking some heat. TJP got allegedly fired for tattoos. 
Yeah. That he said the year with office, and then they said that, that they weren't cool with him after Not he got him. GP. Tattoos. Yeah, those kid tattoos he got. I, I look at them tattoos. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, a four year old drew those. <laughs> That's probably what the office said. They was like, what the fuck? You said you was going to get tattoos. What the fuck is this shit? He's just. I'm uh, sorry. He's one that never shocks me, though. Um, Perkins, man. He's one that doesn't shock me. He's got all the ability in the world, but he just does something that fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Suicide. I'm, I'm gonna it, suicide. Suicide doesn't need a face to it. It just needs someone to put a costume on. I mean, amount of people I've said, you know, that say, that I've heard say, you know, he he was the better suicide. I disagree. I think fucking Kazarian yeah. and Daniels did the better jobs of suicide. Suicide. When you look at the matches that they were in, when they played suicide, I think TJP. He's, he's you know what? Take nothing away. I mean, the the, the guy's a professional in what he does, but. He's got a specific style. I think, to be honest with you, his groundwork is better than his than anything. If I'm honest, and I would say it should be the opposite way around. He should be more, you know, aerial uh, chaining, but but he isn't because he's more of a grappler when you look at him. But he's too small. You know what I mean? When, yeah. you, when you think grapplers, you've got Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn to a degree, um, you know, William Regal, and you look and, and there's little old TJP coming out by to his 16-bit fucking music. Doesn't look right, does it? And then he comes out, his first thing he does when he comes out, makes his debut, is dabbing. And I'm like, oh, no. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? They're not trying to direct you to a freaking kid's audience, are they? And the worst thing they could have done was kept him on 205. They send him out on, on the exclusive brand, Monday Night Raw, and he walks out and everyone's like, who the fuck's this guy? Who the fuck's this guy? And then they send him out on 205 and they're like, turn off the lights of the back row, there's no fucker here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's just yeah. I, I, I just feel bad for 205 Live as a whole. Like that whole yeah. entire division, they, yeah. they got fucked from the beginning. Whenever yeah. they, when they were made to, you know, perform after a show is over when people are already tired and people want to quote beat the traffic. Remember that shit? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like they were fucked from the beginning. Like that show should have always been when NXT is not filming have that be your alternative show and you have a show running at full sale at uh-huh. NXT at the performance center wherever, 24-7 making money. But no. Yeah. But no. you got to be a hardhead and you got to say, oh, we're going to take this on the road because we want to be the big shit. Well, uh-huh. guess what? Sometimes you sometimes you can't overshoot your target. And that's what they did with 205 Live from the get-go. Yeah. And now you've got four you- guys like Mike Bennett who was talented as fucking Ring yeah. of Honor. Yeah in the yeah. kingdom and in New Japan and all that other shit mm-hmm. and he's wasting a freaking weight. Yeah. It's like, what the hell are you freaking doing? Like, they don't realize point, they I don't think... realize what they've got to do. It's just just no, don't they just hire a name. You know, we've got a shit ton of people. We need to we need we need we need to show the 
we can just fill it and just make a bit of make a bit of money on the side. You know? And at this you're still fucking around with Saturday night main event for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> who would pay point... who would pay to get a ticket to watch that? When when do they take main events? Obviously they do two or five after SmackDown now. Once a month, isn't it? Or something like that. Wow. But the point is is that at this point they're just signing people just to sign them to keep them from going to AEW or elsewhere. Yeah. And you cannot change your mind because some of the recent signings, I'm like, the fuck? How did this person get signed? Yeah. You know, like, what the hell is going on now? Yeah. And I want to know, know what WWE were doing when there's um, people like, uh, is it Priestley? And B. Priestley <laughs> signing yeah. for AEW. Why, why are WWE not, um, you know... Uh, uh, on that and um, oh Christ what's her name man she's she's like a fucking bull <laughs> with, 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 with all due respect with all due respect she is she's like she's like she's like a female bulldozer I can't remember what her name is the girl uh, that they signed for AEW yeah Rose is that who you're talking that's about that's her that's her Rose. oh yeah I know holy shit if you wanted someone to kind of, you know what I mean, be the new awesome Kong, that's her, man. She's she, she, fucking she, it's, 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 it's her at all. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Put her in there in a, in a ring with Nia so she can get Nia. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I just I just look at some of these signings and I'm scratching my head going to WWE and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you, you, you've got the likes of Alicia Fox. And you, you, with all due respect to Beth Phoenix, you know, we'll segue into this now. With all due respect to Beth Phoenix and Natalia, please don't tell me that's going to be your match at WrestleMania for them tag team titles. Because I'll be very, very disappointed. Uh, I can see it being a triple threat and they'll somehow put the Iconics in it as well. You know, I'll be very disappointed. Triple threat mania. Man. Um, I'd like to see Beth Phoenix back, but I'd like prefer to see Beth Phoenix back against Nia Jax. Me too. Like that's the thing. I adored Beth Phoenix when she was around because she was the only real one they had for a while. Like she was the only one that could actually go yeah. in there and yeah. do the damn thing, while the rest of them were worried about looking pretty. She she was like, "Fuck that noise! I'm up in here like a real one, gonna get gonna get down and get dirty." And I loved her. And, and I just hate the fact that they've just resorted to just this cheap nostalgia pop. It's like if you wanted a cheap nostalgia nostalgia pop, WWE, the smart decision would have been to have Trish Stratus and Lita in that match. That's the smart decision. And have mm-hmm. Beth, And if Beth wants to come back, have Beth come back and fight Nia. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I just loved the so way, like, though, at the, at the end of the, that match, that end of that face-off, how oh, it, it was just like you know she looked like the old phoenix you know she's standing there with that frame all tensed up with that stare she had a stare remember that stare yeah you just knew that when she, you were gonna Amazon go stare. <laughs> yeah you know and and she even had like that little tiara thing on her head too yeah like old yeah. school beth phoenix and i was sitting there like are you serious and we're wasting this nostalgia on this bullshit are you yeah. freaking serious? Yeah, yeah, Give me... that's what I thought. That's exactly yeah, what like... I thought. Um, 
fucking hard. I'd even I'd even like to see her go. Do you know what I mean? This this is how much you kind of respect how good Beth Phoenix was. I would have liked to have seen her. You know, basically Ronda Rousey. If you were going to have Charlotte, you know what I mean. When, when you look at Asuka, Asuka's getting Asuka ain't doing nothing with that title. Oh, so they, you might as well have just that title had completely irrelevant. You, I don't even know if they've decided on a challenger for Asuka. Well, no, they haven't. Well, you, this is where this is where I'm going to go with it. You might as well, right? You might as well have just gone with. You might as well have just gone with Charlotte and Becky for it at Mania, left her at the Rousey thing, and gone with Rousey versus fucking Beth Phoenix. Can you imagine the reaction that had got? Oh, holy shit! You'd have got a reaction whether Rousey was going to go over, but you'd have got the old glamour, you know, the, the glamour's on back. And then if you want to make really, really want to get really, really good about it, then have a come out with the greatest of the continental champion of all of the times. Well, <laughs> there's one problem with that. He's kind of working with Impact Wrestling at the moment. I know, I know. I know. I, lo- I loved him. I loved him and him and her, man. I thought it was fucking great TV. Yeah, Glamorella. Glamorella. Yeah, like I, I just don't understand why WWE is not using the nostalgia smarter. Like if you're, if you insist on depending upon your past to ensure your current success because you failed to create new stars which is an indictment on your company as a whole, do it big or go home. If you're going to have a tag team come back, make it Team Bessie, make it Trish and Lita, and then if you want, and if Beth Phoenix wants to come back because she wants to come and she wants to maybe perform for her daughters to see or something like that, put her in the ring against a Rousey, a Nia Jax, Maybe even what I would have done, and this is one match that I have been wanting to see. It's a dream match of mine. We've already talked about her earlier. Rhea Ripley versus Beth Phoenix. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that match? Yeah. Like I have been like I have been thinking about this match since I saw Rhea and really saw her come into her own in NXT UK. I was like Oh my God, her birth, her versus Beth Phoenix. If only Beth Phoenix wasn't retired. Well, guess what? Now Beth Phoenix isn't retired. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, how is all this shit painfully obvious to me and to you and to everyone else out there? But to a billion dollar company with all the money for marketing research in the world and you know, demographics research and everything and the marketing team that they have at their disposal and the massive creative team that they have, how is this not obvious to them? Yeah. Just how? It boggles your mind. It's a mind fuck. Like, how am I, little old Courtney, in Louisiana coming up with better creative shit than a billion-dollar company? Well, just, um, we're, we're exactly the same. We're exactly the same. Yeah, he's, he is out of touch. He is out of touch, but he'll never fuck it. He'll never walk away. Mm. But they've also got 30 writers well, who are network writers the, and not wrestling fans. The, it's uh, just, you know, when you when you're trying to... Be focusing on the XFL for next year. Uh, uh, yeah, next year it kicks off, doesn't it? Thank God. Yeah, you know. what, I, what I've heard... I watched an interview, a shoot interview with Ivory, and she was talking about the original XFL, and she was saying that it was great when Vince had the XFL because he was distracted, that was his baby, 
she said, yeah, they used to get like all the nice merch and stuff like the Letterman jackets and all that other stuff. And that was great. And that it was great because Vince left creative alone to do their thing. He left everybody alone to do their thing. So me knowing that and watching that ivory shoot interview, I'm thinking now I'm like, maybe if Vince is distracted enough with XFL, maybe he'll just stay here, Hunter, you can run things. And that would be perfect. So I've been kind of waiting hey, on that. I'll run this. I'm going to bury another football program. <laughs> That's why early 2001 was so good. Mm. I mean, yeah. Raw, Raw wasn't a lot to fucking talk about, was no, it? No, it wasn't. I mean, fucking... I, I, I really feel for Dana Brooke, man, because the girl looks ill now. Oh, yeah, she's completely changed her workout stuff. She looks ill. She looks ill. She doesn't look... She doesn't look competitive anymore. And she's a uh, stop bodybuilding, she looks, isn't she? Just her cheeks, her cheeks have sunk into her face. As as someone who's a girl, and who and who can kind of tell you what's going on here, she has obviously had some work done to her face. You cannot change my mind on that. I oh, have looked yeah, at yeah. her yeah. since she first came here to when she's to now. She has obviously had some major lip injections, some fillers. She's had some. She's had some kind of cheekbone surgery or some shit, or her contour is just out of fucking control. And it makes her look <laughs> she's like had she's the a same sort of surgery that China had. I'm not sure, but no. she, but she's definitely had that done, and she is definitely not bodybuilding anymore because you know the muscle atrophy that she has from when she yeah. began to now is mind-blowing which makes me which also has me wondering was she using anything that she wasn't supposed to because yeah. because for her to be that now and she was supposedly all natural and, and not on any PEDs hmm. how did that at muscle atrophy happen that never even freaking happened with China when China got really feminine looking that it's never happened because you got to think you've got to think um, steroids are not when, when you're performing in bodybuilding it's not illegal it's not illegal to use steroids in, in bodybuilding competition but on the set yeah yeah but then you've got to think how did she sustain that sort of frame as well as compete in the WWE I mean I never thought of it like that I never, I never actually thought of it like that. Um, you know, did she, did could she have failed anything? I don't know, mm. but I mean, the thing with her is, is like I feel for her. Like on a human level, I do. I feel for her. She lost the love of her life. She's been, you know, fighting like hell for a spot. She's, she's desperate for an opportunity. And I like and, I, and on a human, and on a human level, you know, I feel empathy for her. But on the same token, if you're not getting the respect that you deserve and you're just getting treated like shit like she did this past week on Raw with that under 30-second match that they put her in with Rousey, at that point, you have to have some self-respect for yourself yeah. and know that you're better than this yeah, and walk away and leave. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, at this point, it makes me sad for her. You it's know, weird because she impressed me on NXT. Oh, she you was know, fantastic. Like she was good like I remember, I remember the whole play, the whole mm -hmm. playtime is over. Mean Girls, Pat, and everybody on the mm -hmm. head, pissing everybody off, getting all the heat. Like that was mm -hmm. great. Like 
happened to that? Like something happened somewhere. Something went wrong with her somewhere. And I don't know. Ziggler. And I'm not alleging. I'm going to blame Ziggler. Uh, yeah, Ziggler, Ziggler kind of fucks women up. Just just go ask Sonny. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I want to know. I want to know what everyone thought of. Get out of my office! Get out of my office! Oh, Get out of my office! I've got a guy trying to be Tony Montana. Hey! Okay! <laughs> Wait till y'all hear why back. I got a piece with Come on, back again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, do you know what? Right? <laughs> For a guy that was a, supposed to be a professional wrestler and then turned professional actor, mm. he's so bad in front of the camera. He looks so awkward, doesn't he? Yeah. Get out of my office, you fucking cockroaches. How many times did he have to say it? It was a scene. How many times? It's, it's like la- the last week scenario. Yeah. Give me what I want! Give me what I want! Give me what I want! <laughs> Just give him what he wants, Hunter! Stop him buddy talking! I think he needs to go back to yeah. promo class. Do you think maybe they just give him one line and expect him to make up the rest and he just keeps repeating that one line? I think it's fantastic. It's... From the jump, the they've had heat. From the jump of this return. You want to know why? Because that entire segment they did with him and Ric Flair I'm sitting here at home watching this and I'm like screaming and my husband is like what the fuck is wrong with you I'm like this fucking Batista segment all it's fucking missing is a cross calling card from the freaking way he ripped off the glasses every fucking thing I'm like this is fucking killer cross WWE life yeah I'm like so so Dave Batista and me have had heat from the get-go when he freaking returned. <laughs> I was like, like motherfucker, you son The him. thing is, though, right, every time Dave Batista returns, you can always pick, right? This ain't just, this ain't just like me being a negative fucker like I, like I am the majority of the time. But you can pick negativity around Batista, whether it's is in ring ability, is in ring yeah, performance. Something always goes wrong. Always summing, and I mean, and this time it's Easter. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Then it's get out of my office. Get out of my office. Get out of my office. You know, the the cameramen are walking around. Even when he, even when he came back and he screamed, "Huh?" Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, the cameramen tiptoeing round him with no heads because the angle's been cut off. Hey, I got a joke. Who needs the Divas division when you got the head diva, Dave Batista himself, mister? Give me what I want. I'm the Give big, bad Hollywood actor. I'm in my yeah. office. Get yeah, out of my office. I'm a freaking a diva. That's he, all he, it. He, he slates Triple H, but yet he sounds he sounds like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's how you'd expect Vince. Do you know what? If the Guardian's free writers have got any sense, they'll put a Give Me What I Want line for Drax. Well, he's <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean, though? Drax, he got what he wanted, Dave Batista. He got he got the guy back and reemployed. Yes. You know they had to, they had to roll over. Um, I go with it. <laughs> uh, 
I just I don't I don't really know. I mean, what what to say about that? And I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I I think the wrong guy won the Royal Rumble. Oh, they've gone nowhere with Seth and Brock. I just you know what. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins has lost all. Seth Rollins hasn't had any momentum since he fucked his knee up. He's come back and he's just he's never ever got it back. He had a good year last year though. To be fair, he had an all right year. It still wasn't as great as when he had fucked his knee up. I watch McIntyre, you know. I watch McIntyre, and I can't help but it's it's the same with McIntyre as it is with Cross. They allowed McIntyre to be himself in Impact. They allowed him to carry something which he built on the Indies in Britain and the same momentum he took through Impact. So maybe for the last couple of years, I've been kind of harsh on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. But because they have allowed people to take control of their characters and even leave with their characters. I mean, take a, you take a look at Killer Cross... And I mean, WWE would never it's, be able to take that. Impact have got something yeah, to fight for, though, haven't they? They're always trying to get noticed. WWE don't care; they don't need to try. Oh, of course not. They're they're they're, they're, they're complacent. They're complacent. They're okay. Killer Killer Cross is too hyper violent for WWE at this point. WWE is so sanitized at this yes. point that. Even in NXT, where they do display a little bit more, you know, strong style type, more pure wrestling based matches, it's still far too sanitized. Like they would not know what to do with him. Like Vince would look at look at Cross, and he wouldn't know what to freaking do with him. It's scary. Vince has shits himself. Yeah, Vince. Vince is old little frail ass that he looks like now. And now he's off on a freaking steroids. He would. He, he would. Can you imagine that guy, right? Can you imagine that guy? You sat in your chair in your office, right? Vince, Mister Cross is here. Don't let it let him in. He walks in, and Killer Cross wouldn't sit down on on the chair. He wouldn't. He'd just stand there looking round the room, with his with his glasses on, and then he would just remove the glasses, fold them up, and it would be business. Let me tell you what's going to go down. You know what I mean? That, that fucking promo with Bob Ollie was, oh, my Lord. I know. I was like, I sat there and I told my husband, I said, he is legitimately standing out in front of a gym, probably in, in the middle of California somewhere or in Vegas, and he is just, just killing it. Like, he can literally cut a promo any goddamn where on this planet. And make it work and make it spectacular. I bet you there was a bunch of people stood outside saying, you know, you don't fucking walk past that camera, dude, you'll fucking kill you. Yeah. There was probably somebody there. Probably no, the guy's the guy's the guy's just he's he's like I said, the end at the end of the year when the awards go up, there's only one name on I'm waiting no name on my tongue, and there'll only be one name on my tongue. Because wrestling for me doesn't change. It doesn't change. I can predict WWE down to the final day of the year. The only thing I can't predict is who the best guy is going to be. But I don't need to predict it because I'm already watching it. 
There is no one else that can do it on TV and do it live on fucking Facebook on, on a daily basis. The guy takes his the guy takes his ownership and he owns his material. He markets himself down to the final fuck. You know what I mean? He, he knows he, he he's always doing his craft. Yeah, and he and he lets the fans kind of direct it a little bit as well. Like if you've ever yeah. noticed, like yeah, like if, if he notices the fans are going a certain way with something, he'll just go with it. He doesn't yeah. try to fight it. He just goes with what's organic and what is happening and, and what is sincere to his presentation because he is big. Like one word that I've heard him utter more than any other word in interviews where he talks about his character presentation and what he likes to do in the ring is sincerity. And the reason why it's so focused because... on that sincerity is because it's authentic and people can yeah. be authentic. Yeah. from a mile away and they can spot bullshit from yeah. a mile away and with cross he 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 has in the past been a legitimate bodyguard he has bare knuckle boxed in canada yeah. he he is the legitimate sincere in your face badass motherfucker yeah yeah yes yeah yes yeah yes that's why this, this fucking this bob ollie fucking match i've got to find some way of getting it I gotta find well, some way. I, I got news for you. I got news for you. I heard. I I I got I got my little birdies in the cross goal that are reporting to me from Twitter on a daily basis. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and a little birdie told me it will be on Twitch. The Maverick Pro show will be on Twitch at oh, nice. some point. So um that's good news for that. And also while I'm on Helping promote Cross's stuff because I can't do it anymore on Twitter. Fuck you, Twitter. You're a work. <laughs> um, this 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 Twitter feud is gonna go until the wheels fall off. Anyway, um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. We're gonna get Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus Killer Cross. The the match scenarios that I've come up with for him versus Suzuki Goon, and they're starting to happen. And this can this could mean amazing things for Cross because if you know like this match gets back to New Japan officials, which mm-hmm. I'm sure it will, because they can mm-hmm. monitor you know their wrestlers and where they work on the Indies, you know. So if somebody in New Japan office like Tiger Hattori, Gato, Jado, someone sees that match and Cross really impresses them, this could mean huge things. For cross this could mean that we could see cross performing on that cerulean canvas quicker than we realize so i don't think he's know, gonna people... be i don't think i can't i don't see him being an impact wrestling much longer my thing I is, really is I, think that, I think that impact is trying to relegate him to a heater role mm. I, I see it you know like they they did it with moose and now they're doing it again with you know Johnny mm-hmm. and Ty, and understand that there is that connection from AAA in Mexico and whatnot. And well, maybe I mean, I, I think they're looking after their best interests with regard to the talent that is huge. Do you know what I mean? I still don't they're think he's recognized. That's what yeah. they're doing. They're they're betting. They're hedging their bets by going with the safe bet, who is the former WWE guy, the 
the guy with a million last freaking names that gets on my last freaking nerve. Uh, Make up your the guy that's the most overrated. (laughs) Yes, and 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 here's my thing. Like I have done, like I've got market research behind me on this. Like I did a poll when they had that four-way match between Moose, Cross, Cage, and Impact, Mm -hmm. and I got over a thousand votes on Twitter. Okay, a thousand votes. Cross got 40% of the vote for who people wanted to see as champion. Moose had like 8%, and Cage and Johnny were each like fighting each other for like maybe like 20, another 20% each, yeah. maybe. And then, you know, that final hour special, he spiked a rating for them. Sure, it may have been like only 10K or whatever, but it was still, it was a spiked rating. It was spiked interest because he brings in the interest. He brings in the views. And when Cross, and I've noticed this, when Cross is in a main event segment that's pre-announced ahead of time, when I look at those Twitch numbers live as I'm watching, I've noticed that when he's in the main event, those numbers are up in like the 15K as opposed to like the 7K. Yeah. Um, live stream numbers. Like, I've got some data to back this up, Impact and Anthem. Cross is your dude. He's the guy that mm-hmm. you want to go with to take your company to the next freaking level if you want that. But guess what? You keep relegating him to these roles. Of course they do, because they know they know they're not safe with him. They know they know as soon as they pull the pull pull the plug, and put the belt on him, he's he's of interest. He's already of interest. But people, exactly. the people that want him are already watching him. Do you yeah, know what I mean? The people that want him are already watching. In that regard, you're you're cutting your nose off to spite your face because you know him with him as your champion could be the thing that takes you to that next level and yeah. keeps him from yeah. leaving your ass. Yeah. But if you keep relegating him and keep disrespecting the talent that you have in him, which the talent that he has is out of this freaking world, out of this freaking universe, I'm convinced he's from another planet sometimes, he's that good, that you keep disrespecting that, he is going to leave you. He is going to yeah. leave you for the Cerulean Canvas in New Japan. He is going to leave, leave you for maybe Pro Wrestling Noah. He's going to leave you yeah. for somebody else that's going to yeah. respect the talent. So that's my biggest thing with with him. I'm like, respect the talent that you have in him. Yeah. There's only so much though, as well, isn't there? There's only so much you can do with the same talent over and over and over and over again. And that's what it is. Yeah. They're the same. He's he's facing the same three guys constantly. Yeah. They lack depth in that heavyweight division. Like in that heavyweight division, at this point, they did sign that guy, Josh Alexander who, you know, he's going to probably go into the heavyweight division. You have Moose, Cage, Impact, Cross, maybe Josh Alexander. You know, Lindsay Pentagon was a big blow. Yeah. Um, They've got Mac. I don't understand why they don't use the Mac correctly. You know what I mean? I don't get that. You know? I, I, I I don't get it either. It's just, I think that impact themselves does not know what they want to be yet. I think that they, they're fronting like they know what they want to be, but they're not totally and completely sure. Because at this point, impact is kind of an indie. I mean, the Pursuit Channel isn't on that many television screens. <laughs> you, you've got them on Twitch, and they're maybe getting I on a good night. It. I don't get it. Okay. You know? Really like, like there may be anything which, you know, like at this point they've regressed back to that level of being an indie. And 
if you really want to rebuild, you've got to start taking some chances. Because if you sit here and just do the same thing over and over again, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same results. If you keep that belt on Johnny, you're you're just doing the same thing over and spinning your wheels. You've got to take a chance. And that's why, like, I'm so, like, headstrong on this. Like, I even started a, um, a Twitter hashtag, Cross is our champion, and then somebody took it and shortened it to Cross for champ. Like, this shit is, is starting to get undeniable, and it's going to get to a point where Impact can't deny it anymore. And I can't wait for that mm-hmm. day to freaking come, for me to rub it in all everybody's faces and be like, you know what, I told you, <laughs> motherfucker. Johnny fucking rent a name. Johnny rent a name. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> well that, that's pretty much it like we said there wasn't much to talk about this week uh, I know Phoenix is probably going to disagree but I think Miz's promo was fucking fantastic on Smackdown I haven't seen it no, I know but you, you, wouldn't, you. you wouldn't like it anyway <laughs> I told you you wouldn't watch it I was sitting there like oh my god I'm actually digging a Miz promo 2019 is fucking wild y'all I like the fact I like the fact with the Miz that he got true you know what I mean true just just the the, the shit the crowd yeah were behind him mm. when he turned face a few years ago wasn't like that no it nobody wasn't gave like shit. that do you know what I mean that's I'm gonna give you the biggest ass whooping that was fucking brilliant He's going to get to punch the owner's son in the face. <laughs> Repeatedly. I think it'll be brilliant. I really do. I think, I think it's gonna, this is going to be fantastic. It might be. A... I, would like yeah. a fall, I would like a Falls Count Anywhere match. I would. Mm. I think people might sleep on it, what but I... it'll surprise us. What I would love is I would love to see Papa Miz low blow Shane McMahon just, just, because, just because. Right in the Golden I've Family to... Jewels. Yeah, I, I've had a thing with Shane McMahon for the past like year, year and a half. Like is where it, a good it thing seems or a like bad thing? a bad thing. Yeah, well, mine's like, a bad thing just, as well. He he is very insincere. Like yeah. he tries to play like he's this cool guy, like yeah. doing the dance, giving you the cheap hometown pop and everything else. But it feels so insincere. Fake. It feels so frosty. So, so fake. Funny. Yes, he's all scripted. Like That's what he is. At least with at least with Steph McMahon, you know you're getting an out front bitch. I like Steph. <laughs> him, I like Steph. Steph comes out right, and that. Steph cuts a promo. She cuts a promo. She cuts yeah. a promo. Not as Steph- yeah, like Stephanie's Stephanie. not scripted. Stephanie's Stop. good. Stephanie's called the princess for a reason because she can go out there and she can you do know, it. Now, Shane McMahon Shane is scripted. Like he reads nice off his dude, wrist. But he's Don't like him. Don't like him. I just uh, he's all he's all right when he goes away for a few years and comes back. That's it. But let let's face yep. it. You know what you get with Shane in that quarter of the year when it's mania season. You're gonna get a match. You're gonna get a. You're gonna get that one that that little bit of a moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's the first time in like twenty I've years we've seen I've... him as a heel at Mania. I like it. Have- I like it. I thought I said that. I said we said this months back. It was coming. It would be the best thing that they could do was turn him heel. But the thing with me is, 
wasn't he supposed to have been part of the, like this new authority? Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like I don't get it. You know, I was kind of like new authority anyway. Like, weren't we supposed to be getting this new era yeah. where, where where we were where the authority we're get our way and everything else? We ain't got our way on fucking shit. No. <laughs> for your own and then try to throw it in our faces I, I see Kofi what you Kingston did there. trending like a motherfucker and the only thing Vince is doing is going ha 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 the sheep the sheep are laughing ha <laughs> <laughs> I mean apart from the kayfabe right. storyline we've kind of got Kofi an organic push he wasn't doing anything before yeah. Ali got uh, injured same vein as Daniel Bryan almost if you think about it mm-hmm. and so is Becky Lynch like not a lot of people have made this connection that Becky Lynch and Kofi Kingston are kind of like the same as Daniel Bryan was back at Mania 30 you know yeah. like this wasn't in creative plans this wasn't in the long term booking plans for Wrestlemania and the fans have basically there's been a groundswell for both Becky and Kofi the same as it was with Daniel Bryan Wrestlemania 30 season and now they're forced. Now their hands have been forced and their hands have been tied behind their back and now they have to freaking do it. Well, you know what's going to happen, though, don't so, you? You know what's going to happen? Kofi's going to go to Mania. Hmm. Kofi's going to lose at Mania. And then everyone's going to fucking see their ass. If if he loses, that's going to be a massive backlash. Tell you. Oh, let me tell you something. As someone who was there at WrestleMania last year for Brock and Roman, oh. um... I just hope and pray that they don't do that to Kofi because if they do, they thought New Orleans sat on their main event. <laughs> just you wait until you're at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey and you've got a bunch of angry New Yorkers <laughs> who are pissed off, worse than us no. Southern people get. They they can't. Really. They've teased it too much. I think that'd be a fantastic you know, moment. I I think that would be a fantastic moment. That you you, you know what one of the, the, the moments say for this is when you know, uh, Warrior beat Hogan. Yeah. You remember him? Um, we haven't had a moment for. Okay, I'm trying to. Not since I'm Seth trying won. to think of an outstanding well, moment. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan beating. You know what I mean? Mm. That that was a decent yeah. moment. Because he chased it. And if you think about it, just look at... This hasn't been a 12-month thing that Kofi's been chasing this. This is this is like six, seven weeks. Yeah. But in them six or seven weeks, people have switched on and gone, boom, this fucking guy's career is a blank. But he doesn't deserve to be a blank. He's gone from mid-card comedy act to top star in six, seven weeks. But it's like I said to you, right? I would be more I would be more for Kofi kinda going Do you know what? I am better than this. And I, I when a, a sincere part a part a part of me once would like him just to turn heel. Mm. Or I would like the new day to turn. I think Daniel Bryan and, cemented himself as heel this week, though. Well, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Daniel Bryan's the biggest heel on SmackDown. There's no okay. Bounce, bouncing off what you were just saying, here's an idea: Kofi loses at Mania. He comes out on either 
our SmackDown that same week, and he says, "You know what? I've had a I've had a couple of days to think about this loss, and I've got two people to blame for it." Yeah. And he points out Xavier, and he points yeah. out and people Keith. think he's going to he go says, fucking down your bro- yeah. I've, I've wasted my time being a laughing stock and your court jester. And no longer will I do that. I am a smart man. I can do way more than what I've been doing in the ring. Uh-huh. And it's about time that I that I showed you it. And then they set up these matches and they have him just obliterate Big E. They have him obliterate Xavier. And they set him up as this monster heel. Because Kofi is the last guy that you're expecting to turn. In I'd that love group. to see Sophie, right? In a, Sophie. Kofi. In a suit. Just have him come out in, like a, a, in a suit. Give me, give me like black suit, red tie. Yeah, I was going to say red tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly black what I was going to say. Black and red, dark, full on, I don't give a shit, Kofi Kingston. Give I'm me his, that. I'm his dreads literally pushed back. It almost like a ponytail. I just put some sunglasses on him. Yeah. I'd, I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah. Like, because Kofi is the last guy you're expecting. Because Kofi is like the most happy-go-lucky guy in that yeah. group. Yeah. So you're going to be least expecting that. Like, you could maybe see Big E because Big E has that intense pass where he three ain't enough, he needs five. And, you know, Xavier is kind of like the smart guy that, you know, it's kind of... Fucking you know, heat. Like, that would be heat. Just to have him turn on the new day. Yeah. And, and like then I said wait earlier, a week. Or then wait a week for answers. Just the final match of the night. And I don't know. It, it, it's it's after Mania. And he wants a rematch. Because there's some sort of thing going on with Rowan. And he wants a rematch. And if he wins the night after Mania. He gets, he gets a rematch the following week. But... Um, Big E or Xavier cost him and he's left you know what I mean kind of sat down banging his head and he just out of nowhere trouble in paradise he, trouble in paradise is both of them and then you've got to wait till the next week to get the, it's Kofi's version of it fucking outstanding yeah put him in a like a backstage interview with like maybe like Charlie Caruso or one of those girls uh-huh. or even Ray Young and, you know, have him tell his story about this whole thing and how, you know, like, maybe say, like, he never wanted Big E to post that video. He never wanted any of that because he knew it was yeah. going to get him more heat. And, he, yeah. he, you know, like, present, have him it present logical, you know, a justified heel that's going to be cool as fuck. Because, you know, and then you have that visual. Turned like, me in, you turned me into the court jester. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, have the kids in the crowd, you know, waiting on their pancakes and shit, you know, show them like all disappointed and all yeah. like, you know, like that visual. He like, knocks the tray of pancakes all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Or, or he says, or, you know what would be funny? I would laugh if they did this because you know how like Seth used the F word when they were like one last motherfucking time? Yeah. With the shield. If you had Kofi legitimately say, fuck those pancakes, and they just bleeped it. So where you know he said, fuck those pancakes, 
and fuck this shit, but <laughs> you know as an adult that he said it, but it's I safe want, enough for I the want kids. A little, I want a little girl involved in it, and she's got a unicorn in her hand, and he grabs the unicorn and rips his head off. There you go, stick it. Yeah, like Sasha did with Izzy that one time in NXT. You're Remember amazing. Sasha made Izzy cry that one time? Oh. See, th- this is what I'm saying. We're collaborating over a storyline, and we, we, we could all be invested in it. But someone like WWE that sits there and pays some fucking... I'm going to say it. I don't like the word, but retard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the X amount of money, X amount of dollars, you know, overpaid, can't come up with something that would work. What, what, we, have, what we have just written in the space of a few minutes... Right, could go on. It could be one of the best storylines of the year. Why? Because yeah, the guy's been overlooked for for eleven years. Well, there was chances of him getting a push, but then he. You know. I don't know. There's something issues with Orton or something. It's it's the in, two uh, guys. Two thousand ten. Remember, remember that match, Kofi. Either Kofi. Kofi messed up or somebody messed up in that match between Kofi yeah. and Randy. Kofi was meant to lay down, but then he got up, so Orton had to improvise in it a quick RKO. He was meant to stay. Yeah, and punch. then he, he yelled yeah. at him, stupid, 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 remember mm. that? And then I all these years later... this week. Yeah, when he was like, stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, and Kofi was like, stupid. I was like, I was like, fuck yes, you finally got that shit back, because I can't... Uh, I'm going to be honest, I can't stand Randy Orton. He can say he's reformed and he's not a dickhead anymore, but he screams, I'm a freaking dickhead in real life. Oh, he is. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, he is a dickhead. He's a a chauvinistic fucking, he he just is. Company boy. He's he's one of these guys that still believes his own hype. He married, he he basically married his own ring rat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's the honest truth. I mean, who was it the other week that was Kofi talking to him, telling him about he only got his chance because of fucking his dad? Mm. There you go. Kofi didn't have a fucking person to get him into the business. He got to work for it. Yep. And then Kofi probably has has some residual heat, too, because not a lot of people know or realize this. Kofi and CM Punk were close. Yeah. Like, super close. Kofi was Punk's road wife. And everything. (laughs) So... He could have some of that punk heat on his ass. You never freaking know because Vince McMahon oh, is that goddamn yeah. petty that he holds some shit like that against him. So yeah. we yeah. don't know what the fuck has been going on for years. No. You know, it still amazes me that, like, he was so popular, you know, when he was doing, like, you know, the whole, like, even when he converted from, I'm from Jamaica to now I'm from Ghana. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Are you supposed and, to be Jamaican? <laughs> it is. It's. It is. It's one of. The, it is one of them things, isn't it? I mean, you've also got that kind of thing. And when when's Kofi's contract ex- expire? You know. When because does Big E's contract guess expire? Who Co- you know what I mean? Guess who? Guess who the new day is boys with? Kenny. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. 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 They are. They do a lot of up, up, down, down. Don't he? Xavier does with them. Oh yeah. Game oh. is unite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there so we I'm, go. 
that that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, so I, I, I got one. Has Courtney got something to say? Sure, she got so. I'm sure she's got something. Oh yeah, sure well, promo. Exactly. I'm sure she got something to say. Yeah. We put her on the spot yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Are we gonna Are we gonna let me do this or not? Because it's either on Nut Up right now or so. All right. I'll, I'll plug I'll plug Promomania to kind of flow into it, uh, which comes in two weeks on April 6th, uh, Promomania 4. It's shaping up to be an epic showdown between Blackbane and the Butcher. Phoenix, who's with us this week, will be cashing in against Mike unless he manages to turn up next week. And, of course, the next Iron Bank contract will be on the line for 2019. Also, the third theme song is also by Shinedown. It's called Brilliant. That's from the album Attention Attention, available now on iTunes and Spotify. Go to maxrassin.net for more information. And speaking of promos, we've got one for you this week. Just just to kind of take the limelight off Butcher and Blackbane for for yeah, five minutes. I need, I, need, I, need, I, need to, I need someone just to take something on. <laughs> Uh, come on, alright, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting. It's been teased for a couple of weeks. I'll actually be shitting myself, I'm honest. <laughs> so, a wise man once said that suffering is a catalyst for change. And it's been painfully obvious to me as I've watched Butcher and Blackbane fight like adolescent boys posing as real men that the promo division is in need of a little suffering. It's in need of some change. And how is that going to come about? By the person currently speaking to you through your earbuds. I am here to advance. I am here to attack. And I am here to annihilate everyone who dares enter the promo climax tournament and it doesn't fucking matter if it's black bane or butcher that i have to annihilate and dive bomb on their head verbally i will be the promo champion when all is said and done so whoever is champion when i get off the plane in new jersey it doesn't matter. TikTok, your time is running out. Mic drop. <laughs> Silence. Which brings me to another point. So Courtney's the only person that's entered the uh, promo climax two so far, and the queen of the mic, king of the mic, queen of the mic, whichever you want to call it. This is so what I'm saying. People need this to pick their fucking saying. mics up. You know, this is what I'm saying. I ain't got. Listen. I sweat no one. Sweat no one. But I respect people. I respect people that tell the truth. Even when Ms. they Summers, lie. She tells the truth. Even when she lies. <laughs> See, there's no right or wrongs. Same with myself. There's no right or wrongs. But she speaks the truth. And she knows the truth. Because we can all see the truth. You see? Mr. Costello and his 
Court of Jesters in RWT. They're, they're all too busy looking over each other's shoulders, hiding behind each other. You know what I mean? The land, where the land I come from, where, where I'm half Sicilian, you walk forward. You don't, you don't stand behind anyone. There's no shadows. There are no shadows. But in that in that land of RWT, where Emir, listen, there's no leadership in RWT. There is no leadership. It's a laughing stock. It's a laughing stock. That's exactly what it is. Mr. Marquez is afraid to speak the truth. How many weeks have I been asking him to speak the truth? Won't speak the truth. He finds a way to hide behind it. Because he knows that once he speaks the truth, he's admitted defeat. Mr. Costello, the man with more aliases. Then has anyone got any more? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, come on. There's gotta be there's gotta how many is there a wrestler out that's had multiple gimmicks? Kevin Nash. Let's go with Kevin Nash, yeah. Oz <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely go with Kevin Nash. Yeah. That that that's who Amia basically is. He's the Oz. <laughs> of of this whole event, whether it's Amir, Amir Costello, Amir Blackburn Costello, Blackburnham, fucking RWT Kingpin. I mean, what do you gain by calling yourself a Kingpin? I mean, we all know that fucking Kingpins, Mafia bosses, leaders, they fall. Do you know how they fall? Because people speak. People speak. People like Miss Summers, they talk. They talk, but they talk with a purpose. My my old my old thing in this in this they're getting confused because they think cult a butcher. They think I need an army. I don't need an army. Why would I need an army? Why would I need an army when the battle's already lost? I've already won. He just doesn't know it yet. Do you know why? Because I told you so. See? So, Mr. Mister Amir, I ain't recruited Miss Courtney Summers. Courtney walks her own path. But right now, you've got to worry about me and then Miss Summers. No pressure. And Mr. Marquez, you, son, just need to be prepared to lose. Because if you stutter any more over that microphone than what you already have, you're in for a miserable time. Now you sit down, boy. And now that's it for this week. Uh, so you can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike will be back next week, but you can find him at SM Show 1 and MCL 92. I don't know what he's got planned this week because he's not here to tell us. And the butcher is at... TOG69BHITB. See? Yeah, I've perfected it now. Yeah. <laughs> On my own personal ring <laughs> And Phoenix, I assume you are still at the Phoenix 626. I know you got a new Skype. Yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah, I'm still at the Phoenix 626. Oh, fucking don't try saying that. Well, <laughs> don't try saying that new Skype name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 7B93E4917B0883B2. There you go. 
What the fuck was that? <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ. Can you say that in a Stephen Hawking's voice? Seven nine nine three eight four nine one seven B O eight eight three B two. I was joking, but yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think Miss, I think Miss Summers was a bit was a bit horrified with my comments on the on the messenger yesterday. She was like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it. Got to keep it up. <laughs> I mean, at the minute, they, they, they're not coming back with anything, which means, but you know, a couple a week ago, I was I was running out of content. I'm still going. <laughs> Either um, that or a me has got to punch you. Yeah. And speaking of Miss Summers, I know obviously Twitter have fucked you over, but where can people find you? Um, I'm Switch X Queen on Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook. Just search Courtney Summers, and the name that you see with with Court with Courtney Graffio Welsh in parentheses because I was adopted as a kid and I have two last names as a result. Two main last names as a result. Um, that'll be me. Um, I'm working on a project that's coming up, which is actually Talking Strong Style with the Switch Babe. Yeah. It's coming soon. For RWT. I like it. I like it. It's going to be coming. It's going to be coming after I get back from New York and New Jersey. And my first episode is actually going to be, I'm going to kind of recount my experience in New York and how it, how the garden was, how the block party like was, that. all of that. And from then on, I'll be covering New Japan, Impact, basically whatever wrestling, you know, I really like and I'm really passionate about because I'm going to choose to cover wrestling a different way. I know, like, I love to rant and rave about how I could do a better job, but what I want to do is I want to take it and just take what I like and just leave the rest and kind of make it more of a positive, yeah, you know, yeah, fun yeah, something yeah. that you listen to instead of, you know, just the regular, normal, everybody's ranting about how much they hate stuff. Yeah, and, and leave the so, negativity to us. I like yeah. the negativity. <laughs> so, it makes me smile. So that's coming soon, and the, and the teaser is actually on my Instagram, and even though I kind of verbally assaulted him earlier, not promo. <laughs> um, Amir did a great job <laughs> on that. <it. laughs> oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, whoa. You didn't verbally assault me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fine. But, you see, the difference between me and Mr. Costello, Miss Summers, is Mr. 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 Dazzy Lee knows me, Mr. Phoenix knows me. I actually think if you verbally abused me, it would still make me smile. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that with Roxy. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Costello, however, I think he would really take it personally. And uh -oh. I wouldn't know what to say, especially when it was by a lovely woman like yourself. <laughs> I would smile. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, see, that's okay. See, that's okay. She'd be back. To... <laughs> I tried to warn y'all that y'all invited... Y'all basically created a monster when y'all said, I can come on here and cut a promo. Because I sat there and I legitimately studied cross video for like two hours one day. And I was like, okay, how can we how can we run with this? Like, how can we interweave this and make this natural? And so I perfected that shit. Well, that, so y'all working with a professional. 
Well, that's how the butcher was born. We started doing promos and a monster was created. <laughs> you wait till you see me so taking that's... a box up in a graveyard. <laughs> so, that's, so that's basically all I'm working on right now is working on getting that project lifted off the ground because I've been wanting to do a solo podcast for about three years. So it's finally awesome to finally be able to get this off the ground. Awesome. And I can't wait to... I can't wait to pierce your heart and pierce you your ear. You've already pierced mine <laughs> with your sharp knife. <laughs> but you like knives. I like knives. Uh, I can explain Switchblade fan. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play, I ain't gonna play that, play that card is yours, but is mine bigger than yours because I'm about to lose. <laughs> okay, well that's all I got work got working with right now so all right and you know where to find us on social media it's at max racing uk max racing interactive on facebook and we're also on soundcloud youtube and itunes make sure you check out maxrassing.net and check out previous episodes of dazzy and butcher's screen gems at db screen gems throne zone is at throne zone uk and series two is coming in three weeks where we'll start reviewing uh season eight obviously it'll be a catch-up episode first for the story so far of game of thrones i had to mute you this week yeah, I know. I had, to, I had to mute it. I had to mute it. I said, that fucking said to me this is. I said, they're doing it, Al. Look at them. They're already talking about it. They're, look, she said, they, they're excited. We're, I said, I'm excited. We're we're all like, we're in withdrawal, dude. The withdrawal is real. I know, like, all the, I know but it's not good for me. I have, to take, I have to take 14 tablets a day. <laughs> it's not good for me. I'm like, it's not starting. Started, they've started. They're talking about it. They're talking about it. And they t- and they got like the golem ready around the room. He said they're talking about our precious. What I mean? <laughs> Are you going to watch it? No, I'm not going to watch it. But why? What I mean? No, it won't. It made me angry. <laughs> angry, yes. Yes. Kill the fat hobbits. Oh, fuck right. me. <laughs> That's it. Now we need to do Lord of the Rings next. <laughs> Netflix, get a move on. I'm going to have to find the video. I'm going to have to find it. Not fucking loading up. Me and my mate were pissed a few weeks ago. And I did 20 minutes of that. <laughs> 20 minutes of that cutting from angle to angle. Yeah, and we're two weeks away from the busiest weekend in wrestling, so join us next week for our last episode before Promo Mania and WrestleMania weekend. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang, precious. <laughs>